o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! <laughs> what the hell are they going to do after that? <laughs> oh my god, what a blowout. DNC virtual convention. It was amazing from start to finish. I am riding high. It, I, I'm emotionally. I was emotionally wiped today because it was such a roller coaster last night. But everybody, welcome to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans. Glory, glory to my fellow uh, joyful warriors. Let's build back better. Joe Santoris, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. The checks in the mail. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I made a, a my biggest donation to date uh, on Wednesday uh, to to the campaign. So this is about my fourth or fifth donation, uh, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, another joyful warrior who wants to build back better this wonderful country of ours that it had still has promise left. What, Welcome. What is that? Fe- what is that feeling? What it, is it? I, I forgot. Actually, I really did forget what it feels like to be completely and utterly hopeful and filled with tears <laughs> of joy. I know. It, I mean, it, I seriously, today... This I week was, has been just incredible for for me, I'm sure everybody else. It's just... Every night, I'm in like... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, I mean, after that, after that, I mean, you know... Whatever they had planned, because I have a I have a sinking feeling that Trump is so difficult to deal with because he wants everything to be in person that they've just been like waffling back and forth on what's going to go on, and I think it's going to be I think it's going to just be an utter train wreck for the RNC. Um, yeah, even if it's not Kenny and Joe, they're still planning like what they're going to do. And and so, uh, Stephanie Cutter, she was the one who put this together. She was she was basically yeah. the director of this. I don't know how you can. I don't know how anybody can top this. Like I don't even know how the <laughs> Democrats are going to top this. This was exquisite. It was. It was so well produced. It was so well done. Yeah, there were like, and again, when we had our first watch party, I think there was like the buttholes on PBS that were like, I was just kind of whelmed. And it's like, uh, okay. And then like, you know, and I saw Anderson Cooper saying, oh, well, the the production value isn't, isn't that great. Are people going to watch that? Okay. What? We don't have the clip. It's not ready. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean. Deal. That was the first, that was what, Monday night? Was it yeah, Monday or? Yeah, it's it was historic. Monday night. historic. I, I put thing. it on my Facebook page 
that I was really surprised at how intimate it felt. Yeah, it was, and it was, and I commented it was an exquisite balance of intimacy and inclusion. Mm-hmm. So, I would expect no less. But the roll call alone, Joe, <gasps> that that was that was uncanny. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you could have done a better a better roll call. I, I think that may be the way they roll call in the future. Who knows? I think so too, Joe. Well, I I'll don't tell see you, how you yeah. go back. Uh, yeah, really, really. I mean, because that—that's you know, that's a knockout. Uh, I mean, what are they going to do for the RNC? Are they going to hold the same roll call, except they're going to like, you know, hold up a you know whatever gun or racist flag, um, you know? <laughs> they could hold up. They could hold up Q. They could hold up Q cards. Ha, Get it? Ha, Q ha, cards. Q on. There you go. Um. My lord. No, it was it was magnificent. Um I'm all positivity tonight. Um I'm I'm going to ignore any kind of negativity that I see going on because I'm feeling good. I was again I am such I, a proud Democrat, Kenny and Joe. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Hundred percent, thousand percent. Um and, and you know, I I know what Trump's trying to do right now. He is in full panic mode. Um I, let's play uh let, let's play this uh, clip here. Uh, whilst I snack on some macaroni and cheese, uh, of uh, this is a great, um, it's a four minute clip. Jim Acosta, just an epic takedown of Trump's miserable week, including a certain greasy slob named Stephen K. Bannon. Here you go. Let's go to our chief White House correspondent, Jim Acosta. Uh, Jim, uh, President Trump is campaigning right next door to Joe Biden's hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania. What, only hours before Biden formally accepts the Democratic presidential nomination. What's the latest? Uh, That's right. Well, President Trump just wrapped up the speech in the critical battleground state of Pennsylvania, where he launched into a series of attacks on Democratic nominee Joe Biden as the former vice president prepares to give that speech on this last night of the Democratic convention. During the president's rally, Mr. Trump said he hopes the U.S. is nearing the end of the pandemic when that's not the case. The president is still uh, sowing doubts about the upcoming election, claiming that the only way he can lose is if the vote is rigged. That's obviously false. But the president is back in a familiar position, distancing himself from yet another former aide who is now under indictment, this time his former chief strategist, Steve Bannon. Stung by days of attacks during the Democratic convention, Lee President Greenwood. Trump is Fuck on a you. rhetorical rampage, slamming Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a puppet of the radical left movement <laughs> no that puppet. seeks to destroy no the American way of life. The president no is diving into some of the planning for his own convention at the White House next week, hoping to showcase what he sees as the everyday Americans whose lives have been improved during his administration. Not to mention, respond to the warning from former President Barack Obama that Mr. Trump represents a threat to democracy. Donald Trump hasn't grown into the job because he can't. The president seemed triggered by that man. address on Twitter as he ranted in all caps about Obama and Biden's running mate Kamala Harris. <laughs> Mr. Trump's re-election chances took another gut punch after his former chief strategist Steve Bannon was indicted on charges of defrauding donors to a private effort that raised millions of dollars to fund a border wall. Bannon was arrested on a yacht. Well, I feel very badly. I haven't been dealing with him for a long period of time, oh. as most of the people in this room know. Yeah, see see who he feels what? bad for. Does he feel bad for the people that Bannon defrauded? No. I think it's a, a very sad thing for 
Mr. Bannon? When asked about Bannon's arrest, Mr. Trump claimed he didn't know anything about the project called We Build the Wall. All lies. I know nothing about the project other than I didn't like, when I read about it, I didn't like it. But hold on. It's really the heart <laughs> of the Trump movement. Not only was Bannon a key figure behind We Build the Wall, Donald Trump Jr. spoke out in favor of the effort. Another We Build the Wall organizer, former Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach, said Mr. Trump had given the project his blessing. I was speaking with the president, and we were talking about a variety of issues, and uh, he, the topic came up. I mentioned that I was working with We Build the Wall, and he said, will you tell the people you are working with that this project has my blessing? Just last month, the president told Fox he appreciated Bannon's support. He says the great president ever. I mean, he's saying things that I said, let's keep Steve out there. He's doing a good job. Bannon <laughs> is just the latest in a long line of former Trump aides and associates to be indicted so or found many. guilty in court. What's it say about your judgment that these are the kind of people? Well, I have no idea. As for the <laughs> president downplaying do his connection <laughs> with Bannon, Mr. Trump has used that line before on his former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, once his legal troubles began. I know Mr. Manafort. I haven't spoken to him in a long time, but I know him. Oh. White House is also dancing around Mr. Trump's comments about QAnon. I've heard these are people that love our country with the press secretary struggling to explain the president's embrace of the fringe movement. He's talking about his supporters. He believes his supporters are good, hardworking people that love this country. The president also sounded off on a judge's ruling that Mr. Trump may have to hand over his tax returns to prosecutors in New York. Nobody has anything. We, did, we don't do things wrong. More headwinds for a president whose aides still refuse to say whether he'll accept the election results. I don't think uh, the campaign has any doubt that, uh, that the American people will re-elect uh, Donald Trump and Mike Pence for four more years uh, this November. But it's the mounting challenges from the coronavirus pandemic that continue to weigh down Mr. Trump's re-election chances. Louisiana Senator Bill Cassidy is the latest high-profile Republican to test positive for COVID-19, a virus the president keeps saying will disappear. It's going away now. It'll go away. And like today, a Republican group of former national security officials released a statement endorsing Biden in the 2020 race. The officials who served in the Reagan, Bush and Trump administrations all described the president as unfit to lead the U.S., saying he failed on the coronavirus, solicited foreign influence in the upcoming election and aligned himself with dictators around the world. Seriously. I mean, what a mess. Uh, and, and, you know, oh, oh, you think you have absolute confidence that you're going to get reelected after you killed off 175,000 people? Yeah. And it's now confident. the new projection is 310,000 by December. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, um, Just that's conservative. Oh, yeah. According to Dr. Red. Red letter, red letter. Red, red fe- Redfield. Uh, Redfield. Redfield. No, 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 not Redfield. Oh, Redfield. red letter. Yeah, I know who. Yeah, you mean, the yeah. MSNBC guy. He said that he's afraid. He he said that he's afraid that it might be closer to eight hundred thousand. Well, only time will tell, but it is what it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, this this. I hope you heard my dripping sarcasm, and I, I hope did. you could feel like the disgust oh. on my face. Hmm. I most certainly did. But the the whole thing here is we know he's trying to cheat. He's been cheating from day one. You know, Russia, if you're listening, all that shit. Uh, Propping up, you know, he's been propping up conspiracy theories, you know, starting with Hillary Clinton, you know, starting with President Obama. Um, You know, that's that's who he is. And I I think I, I, I just have a good feeling that it's going to be such an overwhelming 
turnout this time around that that they that they won't be able to cheat. Um, you know that even if they do, it it won't matter. But I mean. In this DeJoy asshole talking about, oh, nope, we're not bringing back the, the sorting machines. Not bringing them yeah, back. Yeah, what was that? Uh, that was a what? hot mess. I, I saw some of that, and I just, it just, uh, um, yeah. I, I We had too, I got too many other big, bigger, too many bigger fish to fry. The post office thing is going to be ongoing. But we just need, uh, I mean, do you remember how much people freaked out on the right about tiny little acorn mm-hmm. oh, little little acorn was... mm-hmm. yeah. acorn who, yeah. who who was helping get people registered to vote um yes. and you know so they've been doing this forever They're, you know the, the right is doing everything they can to disenfranchise people but i really think the jig is up I mean, this it's so blatant now with Trump that, uh, you know, I think people are like, oh, look at this clown. You know, I think I think people are going to show up. They're going to fill out. You know, they're going to they're going to make sure that their ballots are counted. Uh, and, you know, and I think uh, I, I just I, I just don't think their treachery is going to work. I, I don't no, think I- so. I, I, I agree with that. I think that people who people unlike us who, you know, we marinate in this, people are waking up. They are realizing it. I mean, especially if you go back to the Wisconsin primary, which was in the early days of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think it was well early. I don't know what I think it was May where yeah. people stood out. And then and then a couple of weeks later in Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. You know, in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, hours, yeah, countless hours. People know. Well, they're going to put their lives on the line, yeah, and, they and are. with the loss of John Lewis, they're even more aware of how important the right to vote is. Because, quite honestly, I've been, uh, quite honestly, up until, um, up until recently, I mean, people were like, okay, the civil rights movement, John Lewis, you know, the right to vote. But you know what's mm-hmm. happening now? White people are being disenfranchised. Yeah. Every last every, anybody who dares I mean Trump is trying to get the Supreme Court to block his dissenters on Twitter. Exactly. Um and I'm not saying, you know, us white people are like the be all and end all, but we are still at least until 2030, we're still going to be a majority in this country. Suddenly they're experiencing what people of color have experienced for over 200 years in this country yeah if and they that, don't if like it yeah if you're in the wrong party uh the you know i mean it and just it's oh anyway it's just hysterical that he's you know he's openly trying to corrupt the the electoral process and saying the only way Democrats will win is if they cheat. You are blatantly cheating right now. No dead people are voting. You know, I mean, I, I mean, in here, uh, okay. So, and of course, I want to say, I want to say congratulations to. I want to say our next president, Joe Biden, um, for a masterful speech uh, that that just. Um, 
warmed my heart. I, you know, I want to thank everybody who was involved for coming together. Um, but this, it, it, you know, so everybody was talking about uh, Biden's mental acuity, right? Well, <laughs> in an interview with uh, Sean Hannity, okay, everybody, get your IDs out for this clip, okay? Because <laughs> I can't play you this clip unless you show me your audio clip ID right now. Uh, so thank you. Okay, I can see him. I can see him. Thanks. That's all right. Put him away. Don't lose him. You're going to need him for the rest of the audio for the rest of the night. Every time I play audio, I need an ID. Just like Sean Hannity needed a, uh, in the past um, Democratic National Conventions that he attended, uh, Sean Hannity said this uh, to Trump the other day. Uh, this is the DNC convention week. Well, I've been on Fox now 25 years. I always go to the, the DNC and the RNC conventions. If I was at the DNC convention every year, including your last election, I had to have a, a picture ID to get in the building. And I was checked every night. as a, I was probably double-checked, but I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you know what, John Hannity? I was checked and double-checked at police checkpoints in Cleveland just trying to go to my job because your fat, gross, uh, orange beast decided to uh, hold the convention here. Boom. Stopped at police checkpoints to go to my job. There were snipers on the buildings around my job. So don't whine to me about needing credentials to get into a convention. So Trump, Joe, from um, uh, the, the, um, uh, the, the Scranton thing, this is what he said... <laughs> So that we're getting to Trump's mental acuity, all right? Hmm. This is what he said uh, in Scranton about the virtual con convention. Hey, what we oh, I'm sorry. Everybody show me your IDs before I play this clip. All right. All right. <laughs> thanks. You're good. They want to abolish voter ID. They want to abolish voter ID. To get into the DNC convention last night, you needed an ID with your picture on it. <laughs> Now, what does that tell you about? Uh, to get in last night, a friend of mine was saying, a friend of mine who happened to be there, I said, why were you there? What? And, uh, no, very political person. But shows me, he said, here's the ID. It's got my pictures like the most incredible. It's a disgrace. There's only one reason they don't want voter ID. And that's because they want to cheat. Did you no. uh, and I appreciate all you guys bringing your IDs for the the watch party uh, last night and on Tuesday. Yeah, um, I'm glad. Thank you, thank you for taking my ID to be here with yeah. you online. Yeah, your yeah. your uh, virtual convention ID though is about to expire, Rain. So you're going to have to reapply. All right. <laughs> I mean, Joe, you want to talk about mental <laughs> me mental acuity right there? Well, don't you need ID to buy groceries? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do. I, I just had to, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, come on. <laughs> this mac and cheese. Isn't I don't you remember that? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. He but doesn't know how the I world works. I don't buy virtual groceries. <laughs> well, I, I, what's he talking? There was no convention. That's I mean, what the, the fuck point. is he talking that's about? That's the point, Joe. I don't you know. If an ID, what? To sign on to your TV? That's yeah. the point. That's to why log he's so into dumb. Your, oh, I get it. You need that password and, to get into your computer and, and, to stream oh. it. Here's the thing. Yeah. Joe. 
I heard about this this morning before my coffee, and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then I was like, after I had my sip of coffee, literally, I was like, that dumbass doesn't seem to realize this is a virtual convention. Now, wait a minute. He was he said that in Old Forge, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about Old Forge, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> Old Forge, Pennsylvania is purported to be the pizza capital of the world. They pride okay. themselves that there is Okay, here we go. Every other building in Old Forge is a pizza place. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I got to say one better than the other. I mean, you can't get it's it's actually written in their ordinances in Old Forge that you can't have bad pizza. <laughs> I mean, you could be arrested. So he probably—he probably. I'm serious. Now he, he probably thought, "Hey, if I get this speech done early, I could get to a pizza spot. Yeah. I have my fork and my knife. I'm ready." Could yeah. be. He was distracted. There was too much pizza around. You could smell the pizza in Old Forge. When you go to Old Forge, you could smell it. <laughs> Could you okay, smell just it after on the Trump street. Huh? You sure you could still smell it after Trump was there? No, I don't know what you could smell after he was there. They probably had a fumigate the place. I suspect every pizza place needed some poo purry. And and oh, the place probably. he was at, Mar- Mariotti Lumber, <laughs> I just had a window and door installed from there. <laughs> you know, it kills me. I would have canceled the order. Well, this is. I didn't know they were fascists. Stupid that he didn't realize that it was a virtual. Con- I mean, you know, he's that dumb. It, well, here's one pa- thing. What, what about the, the audience? Computer. What about the audience laughing? Yeah, were where they, was where? Were they laughing that, at him because they knew it was virtual and he didn't? Uh, the, what I'm wondering. Audience, that was an old forge when he said that, right? The, yeah. yeah. If that was, then that audience was handpicked because there were no. Uh, there were no tickets available to the venue at all through the the Lackawanna County Demo- Re- Republican rally. <laughs> of course, not from the Democrat, but the Republican uh, uh, com- uh, com- committee uh, didn't mm-hmm. have tickets. There were there were none available. There were a lot of people were trying to get tickets and they couldn't get it. So I think everyone in the audience were handpicked. They were either local business people that supported Trump or so then. The- they were laughing at him. They were laughing at because I heard that laughter. That wasn't like a whole, you know, shucky, shucky, I'm going to slap you on the back laughter. No, they're probably laughing with them. They probably were just as dumb as he is about yeah. getting in. They probably don't know anything about it. By the way. No, they weren't laughing. They're just, those were sycophants that you saw in the audience. They were handpicked because, like I said, there was no public tickets available as, yeah. as unusual, uh, you know, uh, rallies like that. By the way, um, the the uh, I'm I'm proud to say, and if I haven't mentioned this already, um, that we uh, raised collectively as Democrats for Biden Harris 2020 uh, just this week, seventy million dollars. Amen. So yeah, we can play an amen for that. Amen. Um, and again, uh, the inclusion, the hopefulness, the uh, intimacy uh, that Rain pointed out about about this. Uh, um, uh, honest to God, I would be fine if this was the future of conventions because I felt like I was I was just as equal as anybody else who was participating because you know. Uh, Yes. We were all on our computers and we were able to get together. I love the watch party idea too. 
I want to do this more for for upcoming like debates and things like that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, um, cheese. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I want to play one I, other I thing. Would, I oh. would actually love to see a hybrid. Because there is a yeah. part of me that, that's me, because I'm one of those people who do like the, the big convention. Oh, I'm, I'm um, with you on that. I'm not, I'm not all for going, yeah. I would love to yeah. be a hybrid. Like, I don't ever want to see the party go back to the regular roll call. No, that that should stay. That should stay for sure. Uh, because that's, you know... Um, that it, just it, makes it human, as opposed to, oh, that person supposedly represents us. It mm-hmm. makes it human. Mm-hmm. It also, really if Scoop shows up in the, if Scoop, Scoops are from Rhode Island, or O, yeah. if he shows up, he needs to explain to us about Rhode Island and Calamari. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so anyway, uh, now I want to play this because uh, Trump is now floating uh, uh, he, to Hannity, and that's from that same interview. Um, he's floating um, basically police state voting is what he's trying. We're going to have everything. We're going to have sheriffs and we're going to have law enforcement and we're going to have hopefully U.S. attorneys and Why we're is going voice to have going so high? everybody and attorney generals. But it's very hard. I mean, you have some of these states sending them out like Nevada where they don't even have to check the signature so anybody can sign it. New Jersey just sent no. it out with the governor, as I understand it, just signed an executive order. Didn't Bullshit. even go through the legislature to get it done. And nobody's ever heard of anything like this. So they're going to be 51 has. million ballots to people. They have no idea why it's coming, who it's going to. Bullshit. Unfortunately, they may Bullshit. have a very good idea of the people sending them. They may send them to all Democrat areas, not to Republican what? areas, as an example. Bullshit. Could be the other way too, but I doubt it. So it's <laughs> a very, it's a very serious problem. No, no it's, it's not. not. It's absolutely not a serious problem. You sell. Oh my sell, god! You, oh my god! You, did you hear he's his undermining voice? Undermining our electoral process. Yeah, and did you hear his voice? Like he's going. Eh, his voice is getting really high. Yeah, yeah he reminds Panic me of much. I can't. He reminds me of a certain Fox, uh, Fox News pundit. Uh, um, I can't. It'll, it'll come to me, but. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, just, I mean, if, if Obama had said, no, I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to do yeah. it. I'm not no. going to do it. It's just a waste of time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 he's talking about police state tactics and we've seen him doing it already in Portland, Dictator. right? Yeah. So. Uh, and he's doing it with the post office. He's doing everything in his power. I mean, it's no fucking coincidence that, you know, the joy started doing that in June and the damage is done. We're not getting those sorting machines back. There's stories too, where, um, you know, there's, uh, I think, uh, Trisec shared that with us. Uh, I saw it, you know, on CNN earlier today too. There's, um, you know, the sorting facilities have backed up mail like crazy and there's like dead animals uh, you know pe- farmers ordering like yeah. baby baby chicks and stuff like that that are dying in these facilities i mean it, it's yeah. it's it, this has had a real effect and another thing i just ordered something a very expensive package from california um a couple weeks ago priority mail it took 12 days to get here Oh God! Yeah, priority mail, and now and and DeJoy, of course, was saying that you know, oh well, 
you know, this is going to take uh, vo- ballots will take precedence over over uh, priority mail and first class. But they shouldn't have to. I don't believe him. It should when he said yeah. he's not putting those sorters back into the facilities. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I really believe he lied under oath. Oh, I I, I absolutely concur. I concur. So um, we're gonna we're we're gonna do uh, do something different for the breaks tonight because I got so much audio and some of it is very long. I want to play some uh, some things that I thought were special in in, in lieu of music. Um, and the first thing that we're gonna hear is something also unprecedented. It was a little sit down with not one, not two, not three, but seven people who ran against Joe Biden for the presidential nominee. Sat down. I don't think Bloomberg was invited. His speech sucked, too. Um, yeah, so, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> that was like, I got to go to the bathroom. Bloomberg's on. Um, so <laughs> but uh, this, is, uh, this is a roundtable of Cory Booker, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Andrew Yang, uh, Beto O'Rourke, um, Amy Klobuchar. I think that's it. I think that's all seven. Um, talking about Joe Biden. And uh, and it's it's quite amazing. And then when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna get in the wayback machine and and see what happened at the 2016 RNC here in Cleveland, Ohio. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Hi, I'm Corey Booker. Welcome to everybody at home. I am very excited to present to you a group of people that ran in the 2020 Democratic primary against Joe Biden. You could think of this sort of like survivor on the out interviews of all the people that got voted off the island. (laughs) 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 Bernie, Bernie, don't you laugh because I got questions for you like, why does my girlfriend like you more than she likes me? But let's, because let's move she's on. smarter than you, and that's the obvious answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm curious because uh, Senator Sanders and Senator Klobuchar, you actually served with uh, Joe Biden in the Senate. I'm wondering if you have any memories of what he was like as a colleague in the Senate. Well, I remember one uh, night when I was giving one of those floor speeches, and Corey, you know what this is like. No one was there. No one was watching. I was all alone and I gave my speech with much vigor uh, to a completely empty chamber. And I walked out of there and I thought, I wonder if my mom was even watching this on C-SPAN. And at that moment, <laughs> the cell phone rings and I actually thought maybe my mom was watching it on C-SPAN. <laughs> and you know who it was? It was Joe Biden. And that kind of goes to not only his kindness for calling me and being a mentor, but it also goes to how much he cares about our government and what people are saying. And that even when he's at home at night, he's watching and he cares. But Amy, we all want to know, did your mother watch the speech? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the steak fry when, when we were waiting to go on? It, it worked out to where I was there the same time he was. And he pulled me aside at one point and he pointed to somebody who we both knew who was working on my campaign, uh, but he'd known from before. And let me know that that, that was somebody who'd gone through a, a family tragedy that, that Joe somehow knew about. And just thought it was important for me to know that uh, about uh, someone who was working with me. And I, I thought, you know, over time I realized that that was just uh, basic to who he is, but that always stuck with me. Elizabeth, do you have any uh, remembrances as well? I think the day I saw Joe the clearest 
was on the one year anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombing. And everyone, of course, was enormously honored to have the vice president here. But at some point in that speech, he shifted to the parent who had lost a child, to the man who had lost a wife, to someone who had experienced loss very personally. And he spoke to each of the families from the heart. That's phenomenal. I want to ask, uh, what gets you excited about uh, this idea of the inclusion of big ideas uh, from all over the, the party uh, into the future, into the next administration? The, the magic of Joe Biden is that everything he does becomes the new reasonable. If he comes with an ambitious <laughs> plan to address climate change, all of a sudden, everyone's going to follow his lead. You can see it with him choosing Kamala, too. He wants to build the best team. Let's do it together. That's how we're going to rebuild this country. Corey, I'm, I'm so optimistic about our country right now, despite some very dark days for a lot of our fellow Americans, in large part because of what young people are doing right now. Uh, after the murder of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, Young people, by and large, led these protests, and they did so in the absolute best traditions of this country, in the tradition of John Lewis. My, my optimism and, and my faith in this country is reflected in, in those young people and the way that Joe and Kamala are listening to them and incorporating their ideas and their urgency into the campaign that they're running and the administration that they're going to lead. And I often think some people who say they don't know if they're gonna vote or, vote or not, uh, are saying that from a point of privilege that a lot of Americans don't have. There are so many things for lots of folks who live life on the margins that this election is going to decide. And maybe it's not a life or death issue for you, uh, but we are all in this together. Absolutely. Corey, what I would say is that uh, this is clearly the most important election in the modern history of this country. And Joe Biden, you have a human being who is empathetic, who is honest, who is decent. And at this particular moment in American history, my God, that is something that this country absolutely needs. And all of us, whether you're progressives, whether you're moderates or conservatives, have got to come together to defeat this president. Thanks for that, Bernie. I wanna thank you all for joining us for this segment. I mean this sincerely, it was an honor to run against you. And it is even a greater honor to stand with you in support of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. 
Oh my good gracious me, look at that! Radioforhumans.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. You ain't killing me this week. Uh, not this week. This is my week. This is our week. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Mac and cheese again. Sorry, <laughs> uh, me and Dairy don't always get along. Welcome back to uh, the our uh, DNC 2020 recap special. Of course, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Hi. He didn't come here. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and of course, Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington D.C., where the 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 scent is wafted over your overhead all the time for you. Well, actually, it smelled pretty good yesterday because he might not have gone to Scranton, but he left the D.C. region. He did, yes, exactly. So, uh, now, how about that? Uh, uh, That was incredible. Uh, I'm sorry, I left off Mayor Pete's name uh, uh, while rattling people's names off. Uh, But, um, and and Mayor Pete, I want to say, Mayor Pete is, he's a, he's a, I I think he's a hero. Uh, Being, you know, the first, uh, you know, gay man to to actually make a good go at running for president. I think that that he's a pioneer. Um, openly, and, yeah. I think the word openly o- is yeah. important. Op- openly, yeah, that is absolutely important. Um, I, I guess I just don't even. It's it, it's. I'm I'm at the point now where it's 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 just regular people they're just regular people anymore you know i I do i do agree with that among i don't mean to say they they you know we're all regular people you know it's it's not it's not like i look at everyday people it's like Um, if i if i see a couple who's in love they're like me and my wife who are a couple in love you know i mean there's no judgment on any of that so, so to me, it's just kind of, but yeah, that's that's important too. The um, only reason why I mention it is because among us, among our turn up the night chat and and um, most of our friends on social media and in my life, and I'm sure your guys too, that is the case where it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, I don't even think twice. But it's still important. Representation is important to mention because until we're all equal. We're not all equal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here, so so with that being said, with that being said, um, I want to play you uh, the kumbaya moment from the 2016 RNC on the final night. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, this is uh, Tom Yamas uh, with uh, ABC News uh, reporting on, on what happened at the RNC in 2016. I was right there just steps from Senator Ted Cruz. When he entered, there was an extended standing ovation. The crowd was loving his speech every moment of it until they realized this speech was not about Donald Trump. Overnight, an incredible moment at the Republican National Convention. Senator Ted Cruz launching a one-man mutiny, not endorsing Trump, and getting booed off stage. And God bless the United States of America. We 
hate you! We hate you! The problem started when Cruz said this. Stand and speak and vote your conscience. Vote for candidates up and down the ticket who you trust to defend our freedom and to be faithful to the Constitution. The New York delegation leading the charge against Cruz with boos and chants of We Want Trump. appreciate the enthusiasm of the New York delegation. The booze then spreading to other states, and as Cruz faced down a tidal wave of hecklers, Donald Trump entering the convention hall, Cruz making a quick exit. This video shows Cruz's wife Heidi in the yellow dress, forced to leave the convention floor as things started to get ugly. People from my own delegation were physically approaching her while yelling at her. What do you make of the whole scene? You know, that was very disappointing. You know, families, I don't care what you think of the stage, families are out of bounds. Why am I persecuted? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, wow. we, we had seven I people. Yeah, we had seven people get together and endorse uh, Trump after they, you know, Not they Trump. didn't get the nomination. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, after, I'm sorry. <clears throat> we had seven people get together after Biden got the nomination to speak about what a decent human being was. Um, Ted Cruz called uh, Trump a pathological liar, you know, just went after him with all kinds of shit. And then he went up and he gave that, that speech you know, vote your conscience, you know, whatever. He also he also said vote up and down the ticket, which we can say a lot of things about Ted Cruz, and I'm more than willing. But voting up and down the ticket is actually a good thing, regardless of party. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That that's that didn't even it, it, it's I, I'm I'm talking about just that they couldn't come together. And they still yeah. haven't been able to come together in nearly four years. Do you really you know? want them to come together? Because I don't. that's some really nasty demon semen. Oh yeah, that is. Oh God. So oh rain. That's you know, no. What? I didn't say penis. Well, yeah, you didn't. Don't say penis in Until this now you did. Um <laughs> But I mean, Joe. I mean, the contrast between the two—it's—it's it's quite quite amusing. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of scary to me. <laughs> do you, Joe, do you think that's a precursor to next week? I—I I don't. You know, I don't know what they're going to do next week. I, I'm a little upset that um, we had to go first and show them how to do it. Um, yeah, they don't have time to do it the right way, and, and then do it. Really well, you know. They got, they got don't three days. Don't underestimate them. I mean, they, they got they three can, days. I know, but don't underestimate them. But I think you're going to see a, con a contrast that's quite stark. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think. I, 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 okay, I, I don't. I don't think there'll be any. It, you're going to see. For instance, already we know that that lunatic couple that came out with their guns yeah. against peaceful pro are going to be speakers at the convention <laughs> right off the bat oh, you just opposed that with the 13 year old stutterer who had the courage to go up there and talk about his relationship with joe biden uh and I then even their answer to that, that is going to be uh, be some lunatic lawyer and his and his 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 wife coming out with a with guns because well, people were walking by their house I think there, if you're going to juxtapose anything with Braden, I can't remember Braden's last name, who is an incredible hero. Harrington. Juxtapose. Thank you. 
juxtapose it with Nicholas Sandman. Oh, the Covington God. teenager. Yeah. That's well, their answer. Here's well, what, the well, thing. My, it, yeah, it, my point... Yeah, my point is is that these this is the kind of nonsense they're going to bring up as real Americans. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's going to be a stark, if Just, not ugly, well, contrast. Well, here's here's what I kept saying in uh, in our watch parties. Uh, you know, I was trying not to do too much commentary, but there were things that I absolutely had to mention. Is when all uh, like for Kamala, uh, the, the her big beautiful my family. Heart talking about her mamala you know her her stepchildren you know and of course the people i saw somebody criticize her for not being a real mom a a republican uh, and it's like you guys are the party of life right don't you care about adoption i mean i don't know if it's technically adoption what she did but she's a step their stepmother which or she's mamala you know i mean that's a beautiful story about a family that you know came together you know it, it, not every yes. family is just, you know, man meets woman has atomic family, you know, 2.5 children and a dog. You know, I mean, it's it's not that way anymore. Dad doesn't smoke a pipe and read the newspaper every night. I mean, it, it's, it's dumb, you know. I'm uh, going to go with the, I don't think a lot of the Trump supporters are a nuclear family either. Oh, I know for a fact they aren't. <laughs> I, I can tell you from personal experience. But, yeah. uh, the, the, you know, there's a lot of single parents out there that are Trump uh, cultists. And it's, it, you know, and it's like, I'm not judging them for that. It's just like, where, are, where why are you not the family values party anymore? I mean, that you used to talk about so damn much, you know. But, I mean, I, I, I'm wondering, you know, is uh, are all of Trump's ex-wives going to speak uh, beautifully about him? Is is Tiffany going to talk about all the wonderful stories about how she's, you know, he's he's not quite as proud of her as the other kids? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what what are the are his? I don't know if he has any grandchildren old enough to to talk about him. But do you saw Biden's granddaughters? Oh my God, he calls every one of them every day, and they're like, "We don't always answer his calls." You know, <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> It was it was beautiful. Just all of those family members, his children, um, you know, uh, uh, just in in the story of Bo and everything. We we, we witnessed that, uh, you know, tangentially, but we witnessed that about his his struggle and his decency and and how he came to terms with it. And again, what child is going to get up? The the kid who cut the grass at the lawn uh, at the White House. You know, oh, Donald Trump paid me five dollars to cut the White House grass. Well, guess what? Uh, Braden Harrington actually reached out to Joe Biden because he he stutters, and mm-hmm. this was one of the most beautiful things of the night. I On mean, a rope I, line. I was I was I was crying. I was crying through yeah. so much of this stuff. But this, what? Who is going to step up and and tell this kind of story about Donald Trump's compassion? Hi, my name is Braden Harrington, and I'm 13 years old. And without Joe Biden, I wouldn't be talking to you today. About a few months ago, I met him in New Hampshire. He told me that we were members of the same club. We, we, stutter. It was really amazing to hear that someone like me became vice president. He told me about a book of poems by Yeats he would read out loud to practice. 
He showed me how he marks his addresses to make them easier to say out loud. So I did the same thing today. And now I'm here talking to you today. About the future, about our future. My family often says when the world feels better before before talking about something normal like going to the movies we all want the world to feel better we oh. need the world to feel better i'm just a regular kid and in a short amount of time joe biden made me more confident about something that's bothered me my whole life joe biden cared imagine what he could do for all of us Kids like me are counting on you to elect someone we can all look up to. Someone who cares. Someone who will make our country and the world feel better. We're counting on you to elect Joe Biden. Amen. Yes. Amen. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I've got tears in my eyes all over uh, again. Me so. too. Me too. I've, I've, uh, uh, I listened to it a few times now, so uh, I'm, uh, you know, I can brace myself a little better, you know. But Joe, we you were we were we were doing the watch party last night, and mm -hmm. at the end of the at the end of the sh uh, you know the watch party, I asked you what audio do you want me to get, and you were like Braden. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think yeah, there was no that's a no brainer. I yeah. would never at his age when I was his age, have the courage to do what he did. First of all, I wouldn't have the courage to go on a national audience to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Okay. That's without any any uh, any type of speech impediment. But yeah. to be a stutterer and to put yourself out there on a national audience with millions of people listening is what an act of courage. I mean, yeah. something I could never in my life have imagined doing. Ever. And I'll tell you what, uh, he, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll tell you what, I, I was watching uh, the, everything. I watched everything from start to finish. Um, I wised up and stopped watching PBS because they were interrupting, um, which I didn't think they would do, but they did. Wow. And I watched, and I, I watched every time Joe spoke when it was his speech or not. And I did see him um, after Jill's speech. Um, he stuttered a little bit when he sa he said this lady, lady, lady. Uh, I don't know if you you caught that, but I, I, you know, I think he was just so overwhelmed with joy that you know, at how amazingly beautiful uh, and eloquent of and moving of a speech his wife gave was you know i think that he was getting maybe a little bit choked up in that you know but it, he did uh he did amazing you know i, I it's incredible because you know a while ago he got made fun of somebody was making fun of him for stuttering was it laurie ingram or somebody like that yeah it was tucker or laura or whatever the white nationalist is over yeah yeah i, I don't, think it was probably laura ingram actually i i think you're right I, yeah, I think it was. Um, let me see if I can find that. 
No. But I'm glad that Joe brought up, you know, he's 13. He's a young man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is just brave. I, 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 when I was 13, I, no. And I, I, I couldn't have done it. And what I really did love about his speech is, you know, and this is kind of getting a little bit into the weeds on it, where he mm-hmm. was talking about it, and then we, we heard his stutter, right? We heard it, and we knew exactly what yeah. was happening. But as soon as he mentioned that, you know, Joseph Biden told him about um, the book of poetry, yeah, he flew, he flew right back out of stuttering. It, I I I I I noted it last night, and I, I after every time I've heard it today, it was like he flew out of that stuttering. He found his feet because he was able to focus on on actually what Joe Biden shared with him. He focused on this is what Joe Biden did in order to get through his speech. Instead of focusing on the individual words, he focused on the phrases. And that kid got through that speech in the most amazing way. And he is thirteen. He's not seventeen. Mm-hmm. He's not eighteen. He is thirteen. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what, I think he should, uh, you know, he he could be a a future candidate down the road for any kind of political office. So, uh, oh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was making fun of Biden about that also. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. She's one to talk. I remember that. Yeah, really. So, queen liar. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, that was out of nowhere. I swallowed some spit the wrong way. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I, this. But Joe, I mean, again, all the all the testimonials from people about how decent and kind Biden is. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna have Eric talk about the time that you know Dad threw the baseball at my head and called me you know, <laughs> the R word? You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, is Ivanka, are they going to make, you know, are they going to make a touching family video of all the way that Trump touches Ivanka inappropriately? You know? Yeah, in the back of the limo. Run that montage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Um, you got sorry. you got you got a whole bunch of photo footage for that montage. Uh, maybe they'll, sure. maybe they'll, they'll reshoot the, the, the uh, Access Hollywood tape. That'd, that'd be something to run during that. Yeah. Boy, if I was a hacker, if I oh. was a hacker. Oh man! Right. All right. All right. Oh, Don't man. And right in the I middle of his, her. right in the middle of his acceptance speech on Thursday, mm-hmm. if I hacked into their feed <laughs> and ran the Access Hollywood tape. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, it's a dream. That's so. A dream. But know, what about what about how how about this? You know, what do you think Melania's thinking after seeing Jill Biden and Michelle Obama? <laughs> Did you guys actually love the fact that? Um, Michelle Obama said resilience. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I loved everything speech, she had to say. She said resilience, and there's a part of me that believes that wasn't by accident. She was. She's a kind woman. She was yeah. giving Melania an extra chance. Look, if you're going to, um, you know, crip my speech, resilience, not resilience. Yeah, resilience. <laughs> resilience. I remember that. Oh, the bad old days. Uh, but I mean, can you imagine what, what, uh, uh, I mean, just all the things I I suggested, well, you know, maybe she can just do the evening wear portion of the idiot pageant. Um, you know, uh, nude, uh, evening (laughs) van, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. Maybe she can, 
She can That's do some. Good. Okay, uh, Kenny, I didn't get that joke at first. Eveningville. Yeah. <laughs> she, maybe she can do. Uh, I forget what that joke is from. What is it? Is that Blazing Saddles? No. That is, is a Wendy's commercial. Oh my oh, god. Where's gosh. the beef? Oh, is it? Oh, Zinvia. yeah, the Russian. Zinvia, evening it was, there. It was like the Russian beauty pageant or whatever. Yes. Oh my god, we're gonna have to get that for two. <laughs> Um, and Susan also suggested I get roll that beautiful bean footage from Bush's baked beans, <laughs> which I think think would be funny. Um, but I, I, you know, the again, they can, what are they going to tell? You know, the touching stories uh, from childhood where you know, uh, yeah, they'll probably pull something out of their asses for it. Uh, but none of it's going to be as believable and compelling of this because they're all white in entitled spoiled brats they can't connect it's, with people jill or biden felons. yeah or or felons. Felons. it's also easier to showcase love and caring than to hide hatred and contempt and i suspect next week what they're going to try to do with their convention is they're going to try to hide their hatred and contempt. One is easy to do. If you have love in your heart and caring and you're honest and and you mean what you say and say what you mean, that's pretty easy to put forward. That was a profound statement you just made. Can you say that again? The 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 very first two things you said there? It's it's easier to show love and caring than to hide hatred and contempt. Wow. Is that yours? Yes. Damn. I'm, that, sometimes put, I'm smart. Embroider, embroider that on a pillow. So, yes. but it's it's true. I mean, I've been thinking about this, guys. It's like God. They spend it's so. It takes so much effort to hate. Uh, so yeah, they're gonna have to hide hatred and contempt. They're gonna mm-hmm. have to try to pretend that they're not. That yeah. takes a lot more work than what the Democrats did this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is this was again just an absolutely beautiful, stunning display, Joe. Uh, you know, I mean, the the Cindy McCain contribution, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Colin Powell, you know, the you know uh, Chris Coons. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. the list goes on and on and on. I can't, you know, I'm I'm struggling to remember every beautiful moment of this. You know, I think there's going to be some some uh, some more explosive. Uh, Revelations. Well, I should say, um, explosive uh, endorsements that are going to oh, be held sorry. held off late. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to. There are going to be explosive sharts uh, from Trump. Uh, no, That's well, there will be those. They, they, yeah, they will <laughs> ensue. Yeah, next week you'll see some. But yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb here. I fully expect George Bush to not to endorse. Joe Biden in I, October. I'm I'm not. I've I've been wondering about that myself. Uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'll take it. You know, again, I don't want a bunch of neocons coming into the White House or anything. But no, when no, you saw no, when you no. saw those those seven people who are great liberals, progressives, you know, uh, Democrats who are talking about Joe. And working together on big ideas and stuff, I think that um, that's that's going to be the way forward with uh, a Biden Harris administration. Yeah, look, you have to work. You have to w- look forward to working to building a bridge. 
at some point mm-hmm. after this debacle of a presidency. And um, I think Joe Biden is the perfect person to do this. I, I, I just um, I just feel that that there's going to be <laughs> an historic endorsement by an ex-president of the opposite party. Yeah, and there's only one left alive. And and there there and and, yeah. and and if that dropped in the third or fourth week of October, mm-hmm. there is no way to counter that. Yeah, and Dick Cheney, just stay home, please. Just please, no. Well, just yeah, but but <laughs> just I forgot. And and look at Dick Cheney. Look at look at Liz Cheney and her. She's sort of crawling away from little the current. Yeah, I a little bit. I'm yeah. not. I, I don't. Her sister. I. Yeah. I'm with you. I understand what you're saying, Joe, but Liz Cheney uh, can yeah. go. She can. I, there eat are a lot of Republicans. Box of it, rat poison. Yeah. There are a lot of Republicans oh. that are trying to distance themselves for yeah. salvation post Trump. Exactly. exactly. All right. On that yeah. note, we got to go to the break because Bobber's waiting in the wings. So we'll uh, we'll be right back, and we're gonna keep talking about the DNC and. Oh boy, we got some we got some panicked audio for from uh, 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 one Trump official uh, from this morning. They're pulling out the quote unquote big guns. <laughs> we'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. And now on with the show. Our army man, the air. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Yeah, I just wanted to play that uh, clip to remind everybody of Trump's mental acuity. Our army manned the airport. It ran... The ramparts. Yeah. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Where did that happen? In Florida. I mean, in uh, Scotland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, turn up tonight with Kenny Pick, the DNC 2020 recap special. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hasn't this week been just a, a great, for me, for an emotional this week has just roller been coaster. Such a great relief, though. Yes. Especially in the evenings, I can't even begin to tell you. Like it's just like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch some TV, and I'm not going to have heartbreak. Oh, Heather just reminded I, me of what I needed to do. I should have gotten the chicks doing the national anthem. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Mm. So, 
And yeah, I mean that was that was breathtaking uh, a, a harmonic acapella. It was beautiful. And the little kid reciting the national. The little- oh my God! Ne- next president. <laughs> so, oh I want God. all those little kids. I want to be president someday. <laughs> um, and uh, and Braden too. You're not a little kid. You're a young man. Um, um, and and, uh, yeah, and of course, isn't Joe- it nice to smile and just feel hope? Well, I the th- thing is, I I uh, haven't. I haven't cried this much in a long time, with the exception of I'm when Susan was cried. in the hospital. Um, you yeah, know, I mean that, and I don't mean yeah. that in a funny way or a silly way. I am too, I'm but it was you. it was emotionally. You know, I I've been today. I slept a lot because I was just emotionally drained, um, and it, you know, it's just it's something. It's like kind of like it was soul purging almost. You know, and of course, Joe yeah. Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Thank you. I'm back. Yeah, excellent. Hey. And and last but certainly not least, well, it's Bobber der Braumeister. Hello, Bob. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, happy Friday. Be best. Uh, wait, no, build back better. So, resilience. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, that's how Gee, you I say hope, it. I hope. I hope Melania had her. Uh, VCR on, or her VCR, yeah, her uh, <laughs> VCR. That would, be, that would be Trump's where, VCR. Yeah, yeah his VCR. Really. Yeah, it's probably a Betamax. Um, yeah, I hope she had her DVD uh, rolling during uh, during Michelle Obama's speech. Oh, yeah. was writing it all down. <clears throat> oh, she had somebody else write it down. She, I don't think she... Oh, okay. Because how is she going to repeat it? On Monday, I know she's going to give her speech from the Rose Garden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wee swing. No, she's going to have the one that she was going to remodel, but didn't get around to doing. I guess. Oh God, yeah, she'll take her golden shovel and her high heels and uh, go dig a hole for us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm digging graves for school children. Uh, <clears throat> you've seen that oh, meme, God. I assume. Oh, wow. that's a that's a meme that that's a meme that's going around. It's a it, it has Melania with, with a golden shovel in her flower, in her in her garden in high heels, and it says, "I'm digging graves for school children." So yeah, all right. The only thing that would make that meme better is if she was wearing that coat. I don't care. Do yeah, you? exactly. It is what it is. Um, there's a great political cartoon of her. The back of her that says, "I really don't care to you." And then Trump has on the back of his his jacket. It is what it is. Um, so, but anyway, um, I want to I want to get to some more audio here. This is a pretty quick clip. Uh, thanks for finding this. I think Rain, you found this today. Uh, Steve Bannon, of course, was arrested. Of course, because you know only the best criminals. Well, here is a clip from the uh, the Wallathon. That he held with uh, that uh, that dope uh, Colfac or whatever or Colfage, um, uh, Colback, Colback, Colfage, Colfage. Uh, I forget Colfage. his name. Col- Colfage. Not, Colfage. Yeah, it's not Chris Colback, but it's the Colfage. No, guy no, that, no. I know. Yeah, the, I know what you mean. Yeah. He's the veteran that is now a grifter. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> yes. Ju- June twenty twenty. Um, you know, uh, yeah, dude, you sacrifice for your country, but that doesn't mean you can cheat your countrymen. Uh, once you're, you're back. I mean, uh, but yeah, I like so veterans, I like veterans who don't cheat their country. 
So just a little over a year ago, the Wallathon, uh, I mean, Bannon pretty much admitted it. Stephen K. Bannon and Brian Colfage. Welcome back. This is Stephen K. Bannon. We're off the uh, coast of Saint-Tropez in uh, southern France in the Mediterranean. We're on the million-dollar yacht of Brian Colfage. And uh, Brian Colfage, he took all that money from Build the Wall. No, we're actually in Sunland Park, New Mexico. He took all that money from Build the Wall. I'm assuming he means we build the wall. But that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. We build the wall. We fleece the rubes. We talked about this stupid this <laughs> stupid thing uh, last year or the year mm-hmm. before because it, it started it started well over a year ago. I because I remember I remember this vividly this campaign and we were all laughing at it and saying it was it looked like a scam. Oh my goodness! It was a scam, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, oh, seriously, you know what? Hey, happened? what happened? We were right. How? How? I think they were, <laughs> think they were just take, trying to take the money down to Mexico so Mexico could pay for them. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Clever they were move. Convert Clever it into move. Pe- converted we, we, into we, pesos. Honestly, we're we're, we're going to give it to the Mexicans so they could pay for the wall. Sure. Yeah. I mean, my my God, these these. these uh, uh, I, okay, I just want to do a quick recap of how I'm kind of almost sick of being right. How long have we been <laughs> talking about QAnon on the show? Too well long. over, well, well over a year. Uh huh. Now yeah. finally, it's in the national news, and I thank them for that. I don't. I I, I got to say, I don't mind being ahead of the curve on things here. Um, it, you know. Joe, you just uh, said um, on Tuesday, you know, you, you brought up the, the white grievance thing. That played a big part in what was going on. Uh, you know, that was a lot of what Cory Booker said in, you know, the, the entitled people to, you know, uh, 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 that, you know, oh, you're awfully, awfully entitled if you're not going to vote uh, to help other people. You might not have a dog in the fight, but, you know, you should stand up for those who do. Um, but, uh, you know, just uh, all these things we talk about on the show and, you know, uh, I, 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 I gotta say, I don't mind being ahead of the curve, but, uh, it, it irritates me that people don't pick up on this more in the mainstream media and, are you tired of winning? Dissect it. I'm tired of all this yeah. winning. Yeah, exactly. Are you tired of so, all that winning? Uh-huh. It, and it, you when, know what you're going to see next week in the convention, uh, in the Republican convention, is white grievance on parade. That's on, what it's going to... They might as well theme it that. On bath salts. They might as well put the theme. White not just grievance be, on parade. Because that's exactly gonna be, what it's going to be. It's not just going to be white grievance. It That will be there. But it will also be blatant racism. Yes. Well, that's what right grievance is. It's going to be fear and loathing. That's what yeah. white grievance is. It's going to be law and order. Mm-hmm. It's going to be destruction. Well, they're coming for you. They're coming for your suburbs. If you let black people move in next to you, there goes the neighborhood. It's going to be all those things. It's going to be the couple with the guns coming out at the peaceful protesters. They're coming gonna, for your guns. That's right. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your suburbs. You know, they're coming for your white women. This is what it's going to be. I, fear I, I, I want to push back on something, though, Joe. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Because I agree with you completely about white grievance. But when you said it's the same thing, don't candy coat racism. 
Because I do, I do agree with you. I mean, there are places where it is white grievance. White grievance is racism. Yeah, it's it's one and the same. White 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 grievance. Candy coating it though. Be careful. No, white grievance is not a candy coat. It's it's the it's the turning around of racism to say we're the victim. Yeah, it's race. It's 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 only racist practice. White 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 grievance. grievance. Exactly. Uh, you know, so it's, so it's it's, it's it, yeah. Don't two- don't take it away from us to call it. I, I, I might uh, no. not be explaining this the right way because I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm really not. It's just an expansion I mean, I, of of the the it's it's an ideology and it's an expansion of the ide- ideology of racism, white grievance <clears throat> politics. Um, okay. All right. So, I, but I understand yeah, it's, where it's, I understand it's the, where yeah, it's, it's the political expression of racism. Yeah. Yeah, that's what and, it is. Uh, and of course, yeah, they are scared though. Hey, because, where are the white women at? Yep. Yeah, oh no, they're coming for you. Oh. Um. <clears throat> but uh, thank you, Cleveland Little. So, <laughs> uh, so I want to get into some more. Uh, you know, I actually I think for name calling tonight, I might just play everybody a clip from Blazing Saddles for name calling. What about that? That could be fun. <laughs> Uh, that, that, that might be interesting. interesting. That'll be interesting. That, yeah. I like so, that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of white grievance in that movie. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they, maybe maybe they should just run that for the RNC. Uh, you know, uh, just but edit out all of the positive uh, messages about uh, you know being anti-racist. So just run the racist clips. You know, from from that guys. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, for Republicans, Hedley Lamar was the hero of Blazing Saddles. Um, uh, all right, so, uh, I want to get some more audio here. Uh, let me see, what do we have from, uh, uh, okay, that, let's, let's play, um, uh, I have speech highlights from Harrison Biden. And while we have a little bit of time, the Harris one is is the shorter of the two. Um, And uh, I didn't want to take away from their speeches, but both of their speeches were like a half an hour long. Um, And we've all seen them. They're beautiful uh, in in touching and in truly patriotic statements. Uh, But this is... uh, this is uh, Washington Post did a, a redux. Uh, redux. I use that that term wrong. It's not a redux. It's a montage uh, of her um, of her speech. So here, let's listen to that. My mother instilled in my sister Maya and me the values that would chart the course of our lives. She raised us to be proud, strong Black women, and she raised us to know and be proud of our Indian heritage. I've been guided by the words I spoke from the first time I stood in a courtroom. Kamala Harris for the people. I have fought for children and survivors of sexual assault. I fought against transnational criminal organizations. I took on the biggest banks and helped take down one of the biggest for-profit colleges. I know a predator when I see one. Joe will bring us together to end this pandemic and make sure that we are prepared for the next one. Joe will bring us together to squarely face and dismantle racial injustice, furthering the work of generations. A country where we may not agree on every detail, 
but we are united by the fundamental belief that every human being is of infinite worth, deserving of compassion, dignity, and respect. So make no mistake, the road ahead is not easy. We may stumble, we may fall short, but I pledge to you that we will act boldly and deal with our challenges honestly. We will speak truths and we will act with the same faith in you that we ask you to place in us. We must elect Joe Biden. And let's be clear, there is no vaccine for racism. Boom. We've got to do the work for George Floyd, for Breonna Taylor, for the lives of too many others to name. And our children and our grandchildren will look in our eyes and they're gonna ask us, where were you when the stakes were so high? They will ask us, what was it like? And we will tell them, we will tell them not just how we felt, we will tell them what we did. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I, uh, I, I do too. I do too. And in the, I mean, seriously, how can any human being not watch? her family or biden's family or friends allies talk about them at length about what good kind decent people they are nobody's perfect nobody is perfect you know the jobs that they've done over time they've had missteps but not like what we're up against now nothing like what we're up against now just raw criminality and indecency and hate in death. Well, let's be honest. We've had our own missteps personally. And we Absolutely. still support each other. Absolutely. You know? Because we're friends and, and you know. Not me. I, I'm, I'm 100% perfect all the time. Yeah, Robert, that's true. God. That's true. <laughs> so I, I will say, uh, God kneels down to Bobber. I've seen him. So. Uh, I. I was that you, Bobber, on the Sistine Chapel? I knew I... Oh, he, was, he did. That he was did handing, look familiar. He was, yeah. handing, he was a, handing him a beer. Nice <laughs> abs. He got a beer. Nice abs. Um, nice nice craft beer, too, by yeah. the way, Bobber. There you go. Yeah, nice. Uh, nice. I mean, I'm heaven. sorry. To, I'm sorry. I, I was that a beer or, a lo- I, or do I they call that a lager? <laughs> <laughs> what was See, that? And this is what friends do, like the laugh between Cory Booker and uh, and Bernie Sanders. Yes. Why does my girlfriend like you more than me? Because she's smarter than you, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah, because um, she's part of the one percent. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, and that's I, something else that I really loved about all of this is that none of us are perfect. Yeah, and I think it's important to to really put it out there that when. You know, people like you and I, Kenny and Joe and Bob, when we say none of us are perfect, it's not meant to be an excuse for our imperfections. Yes. It's to be a reminder that none of us are perfect. And, and a reminder that we need to grow. To just be better. 
and a reminder that we need to grow and we need to change. We are like microcosms of our country. Yeah. It, yeah. We are always trying to become the more perfect person. So, so that's, that's why right. I, get, I, I get mm-hmm. so upset. That's why I get so upset. And I'm not going to go on any kind of rant about people who say, you know, people say they're going to vote third party. It's like, I understand you, you think you're, you're uh, you know, I don't buy into the lesser of two evils. No, there is evil and there is not evil. Okay. I'm voting for not evil. I'm voting for good. Um, there, nothing that has happened or been spoken by either one of our, our presidential or vice presidential candidates, nothing that they have spoken that they haven't either been remorseful for or tried to change or build off of to make themselves and the world around us better. Uh, you know, there are there are fair criticisms that have been made and they have been addressed. Um and uh, you know the the you know and 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 the the people who are t- really trying to exploit that stuff are the people who are the unforgivable ones who will never take responsibility for their actions. Trump and his That's cabal, right. you know, they they That's refuse, right. and it's like, oh well, she Harris called Joe racist. No, she didn't. No, she called you racist. She specifically no, did she, not call him she racist. Didn't. And and let me tell you, there there. There is, I challenge anybody that in, in this, among us, in the chat room, in the United States of America, in the world, who haven't held beliefs that later they found were wrong or hurtful to other people. My hand Boom. is way up, way up. Okay. Boom. Don't tell me that because I have, I have, and I've changed. I've changed because I recognize it. I learn from it and I grow. And everybody I, has that. Everybody has a belief had 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 a belief that that was hurtful or wrong that they had. Look, Joe Biden didn't be- there were a lot of people that opposed busing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Which, which was what she was bringing up. Yeah. Okay? There were a lot of people, a lot of Democrats, who, a lot of liberals who who opposed busing for various reasons. Okay? There were a lot of people that opposed gay marriage. Okay, like Barack Obama was yeah. reticent. Okay, but he grew and he recognized his mistake. And, and who was the guy that is all yeah, about. and who was the guy that basically forced his hand? Yeah, to exactly. Change, I know? um I think I I think I said this on Tuesday. <clears throat> and if I didn't, I'm going to say it tonight. If I did, I think it's worth repeating. Um <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm <clears throat> I'm a little flemmy. Um, so we have progressives. I'm talking about the those super super leftists that are really purists. Yeah. Um, and they call themselves progressives. But the thing is, is that and I I said this to Bob specifically on Sunday morning. If you want to bring more people into your progressive ideology you need to allow people to progress you need to be inclusive but mm-hmm. that's that's what i'm saying you need to be inclusive you because need, you know, again progressives, progressives you know that, need to allow people to progress people like joe biden yeah people like kamala harris if you want them to be on your side allow them to change and elevate 
and and progress well, what their and, opinions and, are. Yeah. And, and if, if you have a problem with the a, a position that somebody has, talk through it. You're smart. You're intelligent. See, you know, see if you can find that common ground w with somebody else. Bernie Sanders certainly has done it with all of the, you know, the more moderate uh, candidates that ran. Bobber, what were you going to say? Yes. Um, I, yeah, I just want to emphasize that I think the, the point that, that Rain is trying to make is that people make mistakes. And, you know, you if, if you again, if you if you want to allow people if you want somebody who's um been perfect their entire life you're, you're just going to keep searching you're going to keep being disappointed yeah, um it, so you have to you have to give people you have you have to um you, you can't condemn people for everything they did in the past so long as they've learned from it and grown from it I mean, they right. may have made yeah. mistakes, may have said thing, the wrong things, they may have done the wrong things, but if they've learned from it and grown and and changed, then you just you you you, you can't just write them off because mm -hmm. of what they did in the past. If they they've learned from it and grown. From yeah, it. and you can't can you can't condemn people either for uh for good intentions, even if you d disagree with the good intentions. Like uh, I bring this up a lot. Um, I used to be a very, very outspoken and crass atheist. And uh, I really, I really hurt the feelings of our good friend Zelda McGregor. And she forgave me. And I, I grew and I learned from it. And I grew up. And I, you know, stopped being such an asshole about stuff. Because it's like, that is, you know, that is about my disbelief system. And I shouldn't be trashing other people's belief system. You know? So, but Joe, what were you going to say? I, there's a bigger, there's a bigger uh, f fish to fry here as far as purism, in, in, in leftist or rightist purism, is that yeah. if you are so narrow in your belief that you can't compromise or accept something else or someone else's opinion, you are never going to have the numbers to accomplish the the political gains you're going to need to to do anything about it exactly you can sit on the sidelines exactly and insist on purity about. all you want but if purity is all you're going to talk about you're going to always sit on the sidelines yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly it's just like you know the far right who anybody who doesn't genuflect or kneel at the altar of trump is a, is a socialist or a rhino you know, it's, it's ridiculous. So anyway, well, I'll tell you what. Coming up for this break, something fun. All of Julia Louise Dreyfus's jokes from last night because they were Ooh. awesome. So, yeah. So I got those all lined up. Uh, fortunately, somebody on YouTube stitched them all together. So I didn't have to. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night name calling coming up. And everybody gets a Blazing Saddles clip. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here. So thank you. KennyPick.com. Between the two of us, we have 11 Emmys. How's that for math? One of my favorite actresses, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Hey, Julia. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. I'm so glad to see you. So what did you think about Kamala Harris's speech last night? It was tremendous. I was so happy for her. I know, me too. She's fabulous. I cannot wait to see her debate our current vice president, Mika Pints. Or uh, is it Paints? It's pronounced Ponce, I believe. Oh, some kind of weird foreign name? 
Yeah, not very American sounding. Yeah, that's what people are saying strongly. Well, uh, thank you, Andrew. And please give my regards to the gang. I will. They're right in the next room. Have a great night, Julia. Thank you so much. Good evening, America, and welcome to the fourth night of the 2020 Democratic National Convention, Uniting America. Okay, these last few nights have been going so well, we've decided to add a fifth night where we will just play Michelle Obama's speech on a loop. I, uh, I first met Joe Biden when I was doing my show Veep. I played the vice president and he was in fact, the vice president, and we hit it off immediately. Soon after, I was asked to be on the cover of a magazine. Remember those? And I was so excited. It was like, oh, what's it gonna be? People or Vogue or Rolling Stone? Well, it turns out it was for Arrive, the official onboard magazine of Amtrak, which nobody ever reads, even though it's free. And the day it came out, my phone rang, and it was the vice president telling me he loved the cover and the whole article and that it was one of the best issues of Arrive he had ever read. And that is just one of the many reasons that I wanted to be here tonight for Joe. And to remind you that Joe Biden not only knows how to read, but also he reads everything. You know, I am no policy expert, and I certainly don't pretend to be one, but I have a gut feeling about fairness and what's right, and that is why I am so excited that just in a little while, we're going to hear from Joe Biden about his plans for America, plans for a strong economy that helps working people and small businesses, not just billionaires, and plans to raise the wages for the nurses and teachers and grocery workers that are getting us through this crisis. God love them. So, how can you help Joe? It's super simple. Vote. Right now, you can text VOTE to 30330 to learn about all of your voting options and make the best plan for how to vote in your community, wherever you are. An easy way to remember 30330 is that's the year Donald Trump will finally release his tax returns. If we all vote, there is nothing Facebook Fox News and Vladimir Putin can do to stop us. Just remember, Joe Biden goes to church so regularly that he doesn't even need tear gas and a bunch of federalized troops to help him get there. Wow, that was so beautiful, John and Common. Wow. Joe Biden shares John Lewis's belief that every vote matters. Personally, I plan to follow the example of six current cabinet members, Vice President Poonce and President Trump himself, and vote by mail. To find out everything you need to know about mail-in ballots, your polling place, or even just, am I registered, text VOTE to 30330. 30330, that would be the president's golf score if he didn't cheat. Okay, look, I'll admit that was a little nasty, but we all know he's a cheater. And I'm proud to be a nasty, nasty woman. You know, when Donald Trump spoke at his inauguration about American carnage, I assumed that was something he was against, not a campaign promise. What we need now is great leadership, someone experienced and hardworking and intelligent, someone who understands the soul of the American people. 
If you want to help Joe and Kamala make sure that America stays strong and united, please go to JoeBiden.com and contribute anything that you possibly can. Tonight, I couldn't be prouder to be a loyal union member, a passionate climate activist, and a patriotic Democrat, or as Donald Trump will call me in a tweet tomorrow, a washed up horse face, no talent has been with low ratings. Well, with all due respect, sir, it takes one to know one. A couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer and I was absolutely terrified. One of the first people who called me was Joe. His real warmth and kindness on that call, man, I gotta say, it made me cry. Our current president has made me cry too, but it's never had anything to do with his warmth or kindness. Joe Biden's empathy is genuine. You can feel it. That's why President Obama asked Joe to head up the cancer moonshot. President Obama knows what we all know. Joe Biden understands suffering and loss and sacrifice. Mayor Pete Buttigieg also knows something about sacrifice. He volunteered and was deployed to Afghanistan, then returned home to Indiana to become a highly effective public servant. Say hi to Mayor Pete. We can help you find the best and safest way to vote in your state. Simply text VOTE to 30330 to learn more. 30330, it's actually not that hard to remember. Watch. Person, woman, man, camera, TV, 30330. Anyone can do it. Hi everybody, this is Kenny Pick and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Oh, the RadioforHumans.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Oh, I forgot. What did you expect? Welcome, son. Make yourself at home. Marry my daughter. You've got to remember that these are just simple farmers. These are people of the land. The common clay of the New West. You know, morons. You know, morons. Oh, classic, the moron speech from Blazing Saddles. Uh, Trojan Rabbit predicted that. He was prescient, because I was, I was, that was my idea for the honky drop. Prescient! So, anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Sorry that your uh, neck of the woods got sullied by the uh, shark gibbon. Uh, that's okay. He was far enough away. And I'm glad yeah. I got my door and my window out of Mariotti Lumber before he got there. Otherwise, I would have uh, canceled it on the basis of being contaminated. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back, Der Braumeister. Howdy, howdy. I'm getting pretty good at rolling my R's for that. Uh, and, and last but certainly not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog of Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Are you ready to do some name-calling with... Light. 
Yes, yes, I am. Yes, All I right. am. There we go. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, where are we starting tonight? Well, I was looking at both Discord and Tango, and I'm going to go with Tango because, Psy Guy, we got to get you to move over to Discord. Yeah. Psy yeah. Guy's, Psy Guy's the only person on Tango that is not on Discord that I can yeah, see. Yeah, you can just go to Discord.com and we'll we'll figure out how to get you in here. So. Uh, oh, and maybe Trisec, but you know, Trisec, we'll get to him. Yeah. So, Psy Guy. All right. Uh, let me see. How about this one? Well, my name is Jim, but most people call me Jim. There you go. God, I gotta watch that. Movie. <laughs> Have All I right. mentioned to you guys how much I love Madeline Kahn? Uh, I think it's woo. It's woo. It's woo. <laughs> it's woo. I'm coming and going, going and coming. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, so we have Sci Guy. Come on over to Discord. Um, so now we're moving over to Discord, and uh, we have got Caitlin, Chris. Budget? We don't need no stinking budget. Oh, no. There you go. <laughs> Next up, we've got Clinster. It's a chicken that got caught in a tractor's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love this movie. I forgot how much. Oh, so much. Uh, Firefox. Candy Graham from Mongo. Sign, please. Uh, Cat. Uh, how about, um... Oh, welcome to Hanging House. Not to worry. Everyone is equal in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move back to Chitango because Francie showed up. Uh, I must see you alone in my dressing room right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to know a little bit about Francie's wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So back to Discord, we've got Ken Sr. Oh, you better watch out for Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. You know he'll because he'll do it. He's just crazy enough to do it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, next up, living living on Long Island. Well, you devious son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next up, we have meow meow. Fool. meow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted that. Play it oh, again. Uh, all right. Clumsy fool. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Next right. up, we have Olo Scoopster. Oh, yeah, hang on. Let me get the. Uh, hang on. Let me get back to the music and start it over, and I'll get. I'll uh, get that set up for Scoopster. All right. So for Scoopster, what do we got? Time. Um, uh. How about this one? Uh, How are we going to do it? We ain't got the time and we ain't got the people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, President? Prez? Hello, handsome. Is that a 10 gallon hat? Or are you just enjoying the show? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you're just enjoying this show. Um, Theo is next. By 2035 or 2040. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that's not. Wait, what? That's not from Blazing Saddles. Uh, how about this one? Hey, you can't park that animal over there. It's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always forget Von Hammer. Uh, Von Hammer is next. Von Hammer is. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah. Is, is Von Hammer Francie? No, no. Von Hammer is Shane. He's a friend of uh, Miles and Michelle. Okay. And see, so, I knew I forgot that. Um. So. I'm not going to do the online people. I'm not going to do the games people. So next up, we have you, Kenny. Oh, for me? Um, uh, here, I'll play this one for myself. These people are dummies. I know that. How do you think I got elected? Yeah. And <laughs> That's for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we're going to our hosts. We have Adam. What's a dazzling urbanite like you doing in a rustic setting like this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. I got I got a I got a movie for tomorrow night. There um go. Bobber. Once you establish yourself, they got to accept you. It's <laughs> <laughs> my second snort of the night. Um Marnus Joe. Stop walk. It's alright. Uh big is in. Take off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, me. Um. Bring out the church, folks! Crack up the band! I uh, clipped that for obvious reasons. Um, try. Uh, try sec? Um. I'm particularly glad that these lovely children are here today to hear that speech. Not only was it authentic frontier gibberish, it expressed a courage little seen in this day and age. It did. It did. We're not going to miss you, um, Michelle. Don't worry. I, I was just going to get to Michelle. Michelle. Uh, let me see. Um, ditto. Ditto. Ditto, you provincial putz. There you go. <laughs> I think. Let me just do a double well, check. Miles, Miles. Yes. Here, yes. I got one. I got one for oh. Miles. An okay. army of the worst dregs ever to soil the face of the West. Yeah. Last but not least, Trojan. Oh. Hmm. I. I. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Trojan Rabbit deserves he deserves something special. So now I just I didn't have it loaded up. So let me let me pause that and actually let me just stop that and then uh, here we go. This one's for you, Paul, because we always like to have a little song and dance number ready for you. So uh, here we go. I get no kick from, from champagne, mere alcohol. Doesn't, doesn't thrill me at all. <laughs> Perfect. So tell, tell me, me why, why should it be true that I get a belt out of you? Some get a kick from cocaine. What the hell is that shit? 
Uh, let me see if I have that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that came right after that. Uh, I'm at a song. What the hell is that shit? I'm not gonna say. You know, like the Camp Town Ladies. Do I have the Camp Town Ladies? Oh no, I don't. I don't think I do. So, uh, but anyway, that was fun. That was a fun little uh, exercise there, everybody. Were you guys impressed? And the rest is history. Impressed? <laughs> Always like to keep my audience riveted. There you go. So. <laughs> okay, uh, Kenny, Joe, Bob, I put my favorite clip from the, you, and Kenny. You should know okay. my favorite clip from the movie. I put mm -hmm. it into the Discord chat. Oh, it is. Uh, is it the whole uh, the, the whole song? I'm tired. Oh yeah. Let me see, let me see what I have. I, I might have. Uh, I might have the full song. Uh, let me see. Uh, let me open up the folder real quick. When so. uh, when just while you're opening it up. So the very last movie I remember my parents going to together while they were married, like when we went to a babysitter, was Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. And years later, I was like, oh, that's why they didn't want us to take... they That's why they didn't want to take us to see that movie. I love that scene, and that's how I fell in love with Madeline Kahn. Oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. No, I don't have the... I, I just... I think I have clips out of that song for some reason, but uh, I like this you don't one. Have, I'm not saying that you have to play it. I'm just saying... Below the waist is so. <laughs> uh, I, I actually think that the reason why I gravitated as a young adult, you know, as a teenager, to be like, why didn't my parents want to take us to that movie? And then I saw it and I was like, oh, well, I think I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my first movie that I remember was at the drive-in and it was... Uh, it was uh, uh, Young Frankenstein, and we actually, my parents actually took me to Blazing Saddles as a kid, and they explained to me, look, the things they say in this movie aren't things you should say. They, 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 exp they explained to me, the things in this movie, that I remember Dad telling me this, the things they say in this movie are things you shouldn't say, but I think it's important for you to see it, to see, you know, to, to see how people can be wrong. Oh, or so he's. It, it, I don't remember exactly how he explained it, but he didn't like use racism or anything like that. It was like this is a this is a movie that you know talks about you know um, you know people that are wrong, you know, and and, uh, and I, I'm glad you know because I think that turned me into the warped individual I am today. That's and of course, awesome. the the sexual innuendo in it was so like you know subdued. It wasn't you know really that graphic like this here's a good one there might be legal precedent of course land snatching let's see land let land see snatch, snatch. snatch. <laughs> ah. yeah. so or a uh, froggy love daddy love froggy froggy love daddy uh or <laughs> uh yeah it's that's so another cool one. daddy it's loves froggy cool. froggy love daddy no. <laughs> so, but yeah, so many good things, and then like that. I hate that cliche. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey Carmen was a treasure, absolute treasure. So, anyway, it's true. It's true. It's true. 
Uh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm already out of there, so I don't have the... Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, it's Twu. There we go. Um, I'll just give you the, the short one here. Uh, oh, it's Twu. It's Twu. It's Twu. It's Twu. All right, we got to change subjects now, so... And now, for my next impression, Jesse oh, Owens. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh no. I, a schnitzel. I, I, I want a schnitzel. Oh. I'd say you've had enough. Uh. Down my throat. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll give... <laughs> yeah, you'll, we'll pass those out in Schnitt- lieu wait, of... Wait, you want a schnitzel down your throat? Oh, boy. Vina schnitzel. Oh, boy. Uh, Why don't you give these out to some of the boys in lieu of pay? All right. You want some fried... <laughs> flat piece of i i screwed yeah. it up bob is telling me i screwed it up oh oh yeah oh my god first first you were lorraine and bob it now you want to take a meat tenderizer to it so um yeah all right all right all right all right we don't have a lot of time so uh let's let's uh get to uh something else here this was quite fascinating uh, Rain, you sent me this audio, and uh, it was, um, and, and Joe, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it or Bobber, if you had a chance, but this was the direct cutaway after Biden's speech last night on Fox News. Oh yeah, I did with Chris that. Wallace, Dana Perino, and Carl Rove, and it was stunning. So I don't, you know, Chris Wallace, I have a fair amount of respect for Dana Perino and Carl Rove, <laughs> but um, maybe we can expect some endorse- more endorsements, Joe, like you were predicting from the Bush camp. I don't think so there. <laughs> well, if this was an endorsement, it was pretty damn close. Check this out. Oh, I thought it was an enormously effective speech. Remember, Donald Trump has been talking for months about Joe Biden as mentally shot, a captive of the left. And it, I guess Biden was reading from a teleprompter and a prepared speech. But I thought that as he blew a hole, a big hole in that characterization. Uh, you talked about the line uh, that... Uh, character is on the ballot decency is on the ballot he talked about a different path for the country not in a a deep programmatic sense but he did talk about plans for the virus and the economy uh, for climate change and race and foreign policy and he talked about what a united America can do to accomplish all of those things it seems to me that after tonight Donald Trump is gonna have to run against a candidate not a caricature. Uh, the Democrats have had a good convention. Now it's the Republicans' turn. Michelle Obama stuck the landing, I think, keeping with that theme that Joe Biden just hit a home run in the bottom of the ninth, which I think I got that right in terms of the sports. He had pace, rhythm, energy, emotion, and delivery. So I think that if he looks back, he's got to say that's probably the best speech of his life. And he really just took the moment. I I love that. Now, there was, on the policy side of things, a little bit of incoherence. In a three-sentence stanza, he said he was going to create millions of jobs through green investments paid for by repealing the Trump tax cuts. If you tease that out, I'm not exactly sure how that works, but this was a speech that was 80% appealing to the heart, 20% policy. Now, we'll turn it over to the Republicans. I do just want to say congratulations to Stephanie Cutter, who put on the first unconventional convention Mm-hmm. Turned out to be a pretty good one. 
the finale, <laughs> the finale right there. Um, balloons, balloons. The, the candidates, uh, there we go, with the, the honking horns behind us. Carl Rove, your thoughts on this, um, this convention? Well, I thought uh, it was an excellent end. Uh, it was a very good speech. Um, he had a balancing act here tonight. Uh, uh, he was trying to balance two different things. One was the image portraying himself as a unifier who would bring the country together. Uh, he did so, very, I thought, very effectively. And if I were a Republic, Republican strategist in the Trump campaign, I'd be worried about how long and how effectively he carries that theme forward because that's the thing that will keep the swing voters in his camp if they are in his camp or bring them to him. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> a ringing endorsement from Fox News. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure Hannity probably, I don't know, uh, he's he just sticking vaping. up. He was vaping. Yeah, yeah. Sticking up for his, <laughs> his boyfriend. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, honestly, and, and you know, funny thing I heard, I don't mean to take away from what we just played here, but I, I guess Hannity uh, has been saying in private that Trump's like just off his, off his rocker. Yeah. Which so, is. Um, you know, I, obviously, we'll never know the truth about that. But, but Joe, that's that's some pretty stunning stuff there, right? Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised to see that that cut this morning. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a shocker. Yeah, Fox knows. Mm. Yeah, Do you love seeing the cars. Uh, that was a oh. great. Oh, like a, I didn't expect that. Driving, I didn't expect uh, that. Yeah driving uh convention it's kind of yeah funny. yeah exactly yeah. you know all the cars were I'm spaced Joe, out i didn't expect it either it was like wow yeah the cars were all spaced out people were staying in their cars some were wearing masks some weren't obviously they were there with friends or family who you know they're around a lot and obviously susan and i don't wear masks around each other so if we were there we'd you know probably have masks on just as not to you know just to show respect you know, yeah. at the very least. I think but, they're going to re- try to re- recreate that at the end of the Republican. <laughs> they're going to use. Uh, they're going to yeah. use a nuke. They're going to use a nuke. So. Yeah, I think what they're <laughs> they're going to do is they're going to have people with, uh, you know, AR-15s just shooting in the air. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, they'll just yeah, have that that couple up there with this. And, uh, up there with his gun. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll just have that. <laughs> Nugent, or Nugent, oh, I have an idea. Instead of fireworks, Nugent could crap his pants on the on the platform. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. You know what I what I really loved about last night at the end of this <clears throat> was um. <clears throat> oh, you know what would be even better? I'm sorry, just one second. What would be even better is if um if uh if uh, 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 Ted Nugent crapped on Trump's feet. Captain Bone Spurs. So double draft dodging moment right there. All right, go ahead. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Last night kind of reminded me of after Obama got elected at Grant Park in Chicago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With, you know, with, you know, it, 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 it was much smaller. The scale was smaller, but it did remind me of like that. Okay, we can come together. And what was, to me, what was interesting is that there were a whole bunch of cars out there. Cars. Yeah. Cars are uniquely American. Yes. That was an important thing, too, because uh, that was in his speech, wasn't it? Uh, it yes. Him saying that cars were uniquely American. Uh, you know, this you know, is what saving the auto, auto industry. industry is about. 
You know, and you know again. what else? Hmm? Yeah, also uniquely American is that they all had their four-way flashers on for no reason. <laughs> anyway, God, God damn it. Anyway, uh, uh, but you know who's also uniquely American is Francie and her wonderful husband Michael. Um, yes. And happy birthday, Michael! He just turned uh, twenty-nine on August nineteenth. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Do you know what a bad Happy idea birthday, for Michael. me to bring my karaoke machine down to your house is now? <laughs> no, it's an awesome... Wait, what? No, it's, it's awesome. Now it's a horrible idea. Last year it was yeah. fine. Pandemic. Everybody passing around that those, those two microphones? Mm-mm-mm. We didn't care about our spit then. We care now. Uh, but happy birthday, Michael. Again, you and Bob are my karaoke soul brothers. And, of course, uh, um, oh, I gosh. I miss you guys. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was so fun. It, but you know what? Those memories are never going to leave us. And we'll, we'll do it again when things are safe. So, uh, but all right. So uh, let's go ahead and go to the break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we got a lot more. Oh, oh, oh. Somebody, somebody's angry. <laughs> I teased this earlier. Somebody from the administration is angry. And it's wonderful. We'll be right back. Turn up the light with anything. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. And now, on with the show. In Florida, I mean in uh, Scotland. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! We're not gonna let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Oh, boy. So he was practicing there, everybody. We'll find out what I'm talking about in a second. Um, Joe Santoris is great. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. DNC 2020 special coverage uh, recap show here. Uh, or whatever the hell we're calling it. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, one of my wingmen on the program. Uh, welcome back, sir. Well, when I was a kid, my mother used to cut my meat. Well, um... Oh. Yeah. No, not that meat. I know. Yikes. I know. You, you were talking about your big On deck my earlier. Plate. You were talking about your big <laughs> deck earlier, so obviously it wasn't cut. My so. big deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have a very, I have the biggest deck. 
Yeah, no problems there. No complaints there. No, nothing. Nothing. It's got posts and decks, and it's big deck. Big deck, and... Uh, Why does yeah. it's, unbelievable. it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. No, people say uh, they never see anything like it's it. weather-treated. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, and, of course, uh, my, wi- my wing woman and my sister from another minister, Rain, welcome back to you. Yeah, you're... And I'm not making yeah, the sex tape. I'm not making the family sex tape, okay? Yeah, that's... <laughs> Your sister, again, Heather, always... Uh, she, seriously, she should be a comedian. She, she needs to be a comedian or something. She needs her own show or something. So, like, dirty talk did, with did Heather. Did you love how my other sister Nissa was like, wait, you're she not threw, talking yeah. about me, you're talking about Rainy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she totally <laughs> threw you under the bus, like, right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah. Um, let, let me see if I. I think I have audio of what happened there. Uh, hang on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a. Yeah, she she uh, threw you under it and and, and backed it up too. Yeah. <laughs> sped away. She sped away. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you know what. I had a thought about this. You know, she joked about the Kardashians. My sisters and I, we could be the anti-Kardashians. Because we are rude, crude, lewd, nasty. And we'll throw anybody under the bus. Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's good. And we're anti-Kardashian because we haven't figured out how to make money. We we don't make any money off of it. (laughs) But anyway, uh, and Bobber for Freedom's blog, uh, my second wingman on tonight's program. Welcome. Howdy, howdy. Or Um, should I say God? (laughs) (laughs) Can I make a quick comment about the the audio that you played in the last segment or would that be... uh... Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, let's... uh, Yeah. Get to that real quick. Hello. Yeah. So the um, yeah. what? As her her audio might be cutting out. She was having problems the other day. So oh, okay. Um. So anyway, the, the thing with the with the Fox News hosts. Yeah. Um. You know, you sort of expect Chris Wallace to to be a little more reasonable, but the other two, I was really surprised about. Um, the woman, I can't remember her name. Dana Perino. And, and, and she seemed confused by the concept of you know, um, repealing uh, taxing, the rolling the, back tax cuts to pay for yeah. uh, to pay for jobs. I don't green know. new, yeah, green green jobs. Green jobs. How how is how is that not not. Hard, how is that not easy to follow? Well, because she can't conceive of rolling back tax cuts. It's, not, yeah. it's really simple. Exactly. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's you know. inconceivable. You know, you're going to hurt the rich I, people's feelings. I you can't understand. do that. I don't understand. What's so anyway, that, that, I was just, um, yeah, I was. I wasn't surprised at all about Chris Wallace, but the other yeah. two. Yeah, I, I agree with uh, with Bobber there. I, I I thought, well, yeah, it's it's easy. You, you, you repeal the t- tax cuts, you take that money, and you invest it in R and D mm-hmm. in green jobs. Yeah, easy yeah, peasy. That's easy. <laughs> easy peasy. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a I I know shit about finance, and that makes sense to me. But sure. uh, you know, now now here's something. This is this. Uh, uh, I was shocked. I was shocked as shit about this today. Not much surprises me, but this though. 
Mike Pence showed up on CNN this morning. Yeah, it, CNN. It, yeah, uh, with John Berman. <laughs> um, and I love John Berman. He's great. He was in a Captain America comic book once, too. But you, you remember where this clip? I'm going to play it one more time. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut, cut our meat. <laughs> cut our meat, American meat. When he was doing the, the yell <laughs> fest, this is a new thing from Pence. He doesn't yell, but it sounds so funny and forced. You remember that, Bobber? I think you talked about it like that up top, or no, that that like uh, no, 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 the the growly voice that that some people do to make them sound make themselves sound tougher. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember talking about that? Uh, God, yes. like two years ago. Um, it, it, or shit, no, I was actually probably three or four years ago but yeah Pence seems to be practicing trying to be like uncomfortably loud and it was so dumb but I've got this broken down into four clips um some are long some are short uh but this and I there's no way with all the other audio we had tonight I could get to all of it but Rain did you want to say something before I played it no Okay, no. that, that's, that's all right. I thought I heard you wanting to chime in, but that's cool. Um, no, I laughed. No, oh, excellent. Uh, I appreciate the laughs. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so John Berman, you know, Pence was on, and I was shocked. But, you know, they're throwing out the big guns on CNN. Well, you know. CNN. Big guns, yeah, keep, fake news. Keep that in mind, CNN. Yeah, the Communist News Network, uh, yeah, Clinton News Network, Pizza Gate. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so this is fucking hysterical because Pence is just unhinged sounding, um, and John Berman is just cool as a cucumber. I love it. You do lead the coronavirus task force as of I this do. morning. One hundred and seventy-four thousand Americans have lost their lives hmm. to this pandemic. As we sit here this morning, what is the projection you're looking at for the number of Americans who will lose their lives by the end of the year? Okay, we're going to pause it right there. Let's see how long, count on your fingers, how long it takes for him to mention Joe Biden. Well, John, we, we don't, uh, we're continuing to work every day to save lives, and we, uh, our focus will remain there. We're encouraged to see cases declining across the Sun Belt, holding steady. Uh, in the Midwest, but uh, uh, we all continue to have a role to play. But 11, I must tell you, listening uh, to Joe thousand, Biden last night, oh, John, I got people. I was about uh, 30 seconds in, uh, he decided to mention Joe Biden. <laughs> 175,000 people are dead. Well, let me tell you about Joe Biden. Joe Biden last night. But, uh, Joe, what were you saying? His his also has a speech tick. Um, if you'll notice, he begins a lot of sentences with "Let me be very clear." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, which which is always a, a, a tell that he's going to really not be clear. Uh, yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, let me be very clear. I'm gonna I'm gonna confuse the, the shit out of you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna poop in the punch bowl. Uh, but yeah, so uh, continuing because and listen to how loud he is. And Berman is very patient, but Pensy Pants is. is Pensy Pants is. is like just throwing a shit fit. But yeah, thirty seconds. He mentioned Joe Biden. Reported deaths. 
yesterday. Well, the and, I, and the let IMH me be very clear, John, if I may. Let me be clear. We, Again? We <laughs> mourn with those there it is. Mourn. Never been a day gone by we haven't thought about families who've lost loved ones in <laughs> this, this pandemic. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, but I must tell you, uh, I, no I truly believe went by. Uh, that yeah. when President Trump suspended all travel from China before the end of January no, and stood up. I'm yeah. trying to sound really tough here right now. It sounds like Ted Knight on. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, let me tell you how angry I am. <laughs> I let me just tell you why I'm outraged, sir. Uh, or maybe Sam the Eagle, Sam the Eagle from the Muppet Show. Um, yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody, sh somebody should. Ted Knight and the hair matches. Oh my god! Yeah. But yeah, oh, I'm very serious and angry right now. You sound like a fraud. You are a fraud. Uh, but yeah. anyway, so Let yeah. Me clear. Let me be very clear. I'm strong and tough, and I, oh I like god. bananas. Kenny, you nailed don't, it. You nailed it. Don't forget this. Uh, Ted just, Knight. Ted Knight <laughs> is our Ted Knight of oh the my God. Trump era. Yeah, there you go. And fortunately, Ted Knight was just night. fortunately Ted Knight was just a character. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, so oh, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, no. Ted Knight was the actor. The the uh, what was the character he played on? Uh, Mary, uh, on Ted, uh, it was Ted. Ted Grant. Ted Grant. Ted Ted, yeah, it Ted was Baxter. it was a Ted. Yeah. Okay. So I am over Ted. Ted Baxter. Oh, Ted Baxter. Oh yeah, Mr. Grant. I'm sorry, I fucked up. Um, you fucked up. No, son. we we workshopped it. We did. We did. So anyway, continue continuing. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Pence, <laughs> the White House Coronavirus Task Force, uh, a, a, a an action that Joe Biden criticized as xenophobic, essentially said mm -hmm. it was racist for the president to suspend travel from China. The way he did the it, it was. The reality is that bought us an invaluable amount of time to begin work <laughs> on a vaccine. Uh, we're First of all, he never said that. Clinical trials. I'll pause it. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> he, he never said it was right. Joe Biden never made that statement. Some that people may some people remarked lie. that it was xenophobic the approach they took to it because they but weren't that, they weren't uh they, they weren't quarantining American citizens who traveled from China and they did nothing from the people coming in from Europe. But don't worry, but my, John Berman will remind him of that. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, well well Mr. White Christian, I, I think there's a commandment about lying. You just he's broke not a, it. He's not a Christian. Oh, he's how about not, let's call him Ted White Nationalist. <laughs> okay, Ted White. I'm um, Ted like White that. Nationalist here. Go ahead. But but Joe, finish your thought before we. Uh... That was it. I mean, oh, okay. that's it. All right, continuing with this clip. To to stand up our national response, we're doing 800,000 tests a day. Oh, to develop hundreds said. of stand millions of medical response. supplies. <laughs> right. Thousands of ventilators. Mr. Vice President. And I got I got a news flash for Joe Biden, John. And that <laughs> is, uh, uh, we think there is a miracle around the corner because okay. the president called on pharmaceutical companies. We believe it's very likely that we'll have one or more vaccines for the coronavirus before the end Interns. of this year. All of that's a tribute to President Trump's leadership. No. And so while we grieve with those who've lost loved ones, Liar. we truly believe that... Uh, that had we waited and not suspended travel to China okay. and not been able to stand Mr. up our response my, as Mr. Joe Vice Biden President. wanted us to do, we'd have lost Mr. hundreds of thousoms of more Americans. Yeah. Joe Biden, I Joe Biden, it. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, was, 
different <laughs> different show. Yeah, that was wrong uh, show, but I had to yeah. weave it in there. Yeah, I I appreciate but that. But still, I I I just loved you know John Berman. Okay, Mr. President. Okay, or Mr. Vice President. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Vice. Yeah, and and well, the 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 sec the and second Chuckles clip, is dead. Chuckles the, is dead. <laughs> Uh oh god do I I think I have a chuckles clip. Uh no, I don't have it. Uh, unless it's on and Just under. keep in mind, Joe, I know Joe knows this, but Chuckles is dead was I don't know, it was a really funny scene from a sitcom. This is yeah. real fucking life. <laughs> but you shut up, Ted. So, I have that. <laughs> so <laughs> Ted, Ted, uh, yeah, Ted, white nationalist. Um, but yeah, and Sai guy's right. Uh, Kamala is gonna mop the floor with that tool. Even, oh, you I know, I, I think calling him a tool is in, is is not appropriate because tools are actually useful. Um, Pence is not. Um, but yeah, uh, he's and just to back up Caitlin Chris because she deserves this. Yeah, yeah, go. Stop calling it the China virus. Yeah. Absolutely. That's totally racist. New York, when that virus hit, it was not from China. It was from Europe. Yeah. And and the thing is, the the important thing is, why can't we just say COVID-19? He's saying saying coronavirus. And it's like, say COVID-19. Let's all get on fucking board with this. We don't call the flu. Oh, I'm going to call it the, you know, sneezy, wheezy peasy. You know, I mean, it's dumb. Just call it COVID-19. That's the scientific name for it. Oh, they hate science. Yeah, exactly. Definitely stop making it racist. I, I, I didn't hear him say... I didn't hear Pence say it, but we were talking a lot over it. I, I did hear him say co- uh, coronavirus, but say COVID nineteen. Jesus God! But he also he also tried to no. He, what he did in this, and I don't know if I heard it because again we were talking over it. But what he did was basically say that it came from China. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. It's not I don't. It came from China. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Bob. Uh, it's just it's just one more instance of it's not our fault it came from China. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. The, uh, yeah. They're, they're so, more interested in laying blame. Viruses well, Republicans- viruses are not racist. Viruses know no boundaries. Uh, you know, they uh, you know uh, it, the, it, it might have come into the West Coast from China, but it certainly as fuck came into the East Coast from Europe. So well, let's stop doing this. Yeah. Well, I think Hillary Clinton had the best retort to this during the Benghazi, her Benghazi testimony. Mm-hmm. And she, it, it became a meme for the Republicans, but her response was, what difference does it make? Exactly. exactly. That, it's that's here now. Kind of the point that I'm it's trying It's happening to now. People are dying. It's, it doesn't matter. Can we, yeah. Can we yeah. stop putting China virus? In, I didn't mean to... Well, and well, I got a lot more audio to play. Let, let me just get back to the because we're gonna have let's a lot. Get over the we're, racism. We're with gonna the have fucking yeah. So, uh, but anyway, let's get on with the audio. Here's more of uh, John Berman with uh, Ted White, nationalist. My question, just so people know, was how many more Americans will lose their lives by the end of the year? The IMHE model that you look at, I know, projects it could be three hundred thousand by the end of the year. Uh, one more thing on China: the president did suspend travel from China, did not suspend travel from Europe until. 
mid-March, and a lot of the cases that did come to the eastern United States are believed to have come of there. And also one more thing on China, at the same time he was suspending travel, he noted that President Xi, China's been working very hard to contain coronavirus. I want to thank President Xi. My question yeah. to you, again, about where we are and where we will be stems from this. On June 16th, you wrote, we are winning the fight against the invisible enemy. And you said the panic is overblown. You said that on June oh. 16th, since then, 53,000 more Americans have died. More than 3 million more Americans have been infected with coronavirus. So how was the concern overblown? Well, John, what was, at that time, as you well remember, we were seeing cases declining from the dramatic rise in cases and the loss of nearly 2,500 Americans a day uh, at the height of this pandemic. Uh, and most of our scientists believed that we were, we were well on our way. Uh, I, want, I want to pause it right there, because <laughs> wait, wait until what he says next about being wrong and see who he tries to blame. Again, the second most powerful person in the world. Well, I don't know. I think Ivanka might be the second most. Um, but the second most powerful person in title in the world should know everything that is going on, especially when he is the head of the pandemic response team. He... Yes got called out for being wrong and listen to who he he decides that with all the intel and all the again being on the pandemic response team and being briefed daily and being able you know to to be part of the federal response to all that's going on well i was wrong but guess who else was wrong too uh toward toward lowering cases and that perhaps the coronavirus, like the flu, would be seasonal and that we would have a summer respite. Oh um, my God. But sometime around Memorial Day, things changed. Uh, but all along the way, I think the response of the So you were wrong, you were wrong on June people, 16th? Were you wrong on June 16th when you said the well, panic was overblown? Well, what, well CNN was wrong a lot oh earlier as well, John. We've all been learning all those, along the way about this that. coronavirus. Okay, here's the thing. CNN wasn't wrong cnn was covering the information you were providing dipshit cnn also isn't in the, the loop as pence they're not yeah cnn I, isn't part of the cdc or the national institute exactly Health. hold and, it and they're not and they're not in charge of, of taking care of this problem yeah, let me, uh, let me. Yeah, that. Boom. I, I had perfect. an argument. It's with, not CNN's problem. Yeah. Yeah. Joe. I had I had this argument, this exchange with a Trumper mm -hmm. a few days ago, and it went like this. Well, Fauci was wrong about a lot of things. No. And I said, no, 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 no. No, Fauci is a scientist who treated this with the scientific method observation verification thesis you know that's how it works you changed fauci changed his reaction yes based on data as he received it exactly and he told us what he knew at the time and he correctly changed his his views as data changed yeah as opposed Bingo. to trump 
who from day one denied that this was real said it would magically disappear real and that's the difference that's the big difference that's the difference amen to you joe for that for the standing up to the trumper on that but yeah i mean and that's the thing Uh, you know i had this i forget who we were talking about but it was on the show within the last few weeks but um you know it was one of those things well this person was wrong too so and and it's like so you're holding somebody else to the same standard of the guy you know basically it was like well trump was wrong but this person or this somebody else was wrong too well the president of the united states which we don't have one right now obviously um because he doesn't care he cares more about tweeting than the names of the dead you know um he cares more about coward in chief he cares more about golfing than his his brother i mean he did did he go did they have a service for his brother on uh today or did he just do a go golfing or something no they they had it they had it they had it between his big macs but the thing is is that pence is now literally point blank echoing trump yeah and so stop interviewing him as somebody who's on the covid the covid team or whatever the yeah the task force whatever yeah well I, I love this one. I love this one um, because John Berman, uh, this is something we've been saying uh, when it comes to like the ads that Trump is running. Under Joe Biden, all this horrible thing that's happening under Trump is will happen. You know, <laughs> you know, those ads that they're running with, you know, oh, uh, violence in the streets and stuff like that. Yes, that, 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 that's actually, that's Trump's really- America. The, the other morning I went because you guys know I subscribe to WAPO. Washington Post and I was like oh my god there is literally there were literally like Trump ads all over all over the page yeah yeah they're they're going for they're they're spending their money in the wrong markets honest (laughs) to god I mean they're selling preaching to the choir ads to you know Washington Post and CNN and they're a fucking joke because you've got a 30-second ad blaming Biden for things that Trump has done, and then 24 hours of you know news programming that shows what an incompetent buffoon uh, he is. But anyway, listen to Which, this one. This interview proves it. It does. But yeah, listen to this one. And, and this is John Berman uh, sticks it to him. This is great. In the next two clips, they're fantastic. What's remarkable is because of the president's leadership, <laughs> where we've reinvented testing, we're doing 800,000 tests a day, because we pulled in American industry to uh-huh. literally create the gowns and the masks mm-hmm. and the supplies no. for our incredible doctors and nurses. Oh. Because That's we lie. had major manufacturing repurpose lines to manufacture ventilators. I learned yesterday at our task force meeting, we have more than 115,000 ventilators mm-hmm in the national stockpile today. We've had medicines that have been developed like remdesivir. We hope soon that there'll be an approval of what's called convalescent plasma. And as I said, we have many companies, several companies that are in phase three clinical trials for a vaccine that that I believe will will have before the end of this year. I don't care. We're also not waiting on that. We're actually manufacturing 
millions of doses of a vaccine. So the moment the FDA says it's safe and effective, we'll be able to distribute it to the American people. And so so this is a response of the American people that can be proud of. Uh, oh. The fact that, this, that Joe Biden last night said that, that oh. well, Joe, this Joe Biden economy been, won't come Joe, back. Joe Biden this, hasn't been running the country. Joe Biden yeah, hasn't John. been coordinating the, the coronavirus pandemic. Amen. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> so, all right, we got to go speed round on the next one um, since we kind of had a good setup for that. This one is short, but um, God damn it. Listen to this whole thing. It's 45 seconds long. Listen to what Pence says at the end. Joe Biden said last night that this economy will not come back until the coronavirus is gone. The reality is, newsflash for Joe Biden, the economy's coming back. In the last no. three months, Let nine million Americans have gone back to work because mm-hmm. of the solid foundation that President Trump poured. And I, I think the only threat to this the American s- economic comeback... Okay, all right. I'm just going to say, uh, that's gross. I don't want to think Trump pouring a foundation... <laughs> Because we know what that's made out of, okay? <laughs> a foundation of shit. Uh, the only anyway. people going back to work are people who have to go back to work. Exactly. People, no and, and they're dying. And, and they're dying. Not back to work. And yes. they're dying. And they are dying. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he didn't mention the 40 million people who have not yet gone back to work. Yeah, well, listen to listen to what uh, Berman says at the uh, at the very end of this clip, though. Uh, is a Joe Biden presidency? It's amazing uh, uh, when you uh, think uh, as you talk about the Mr. Vice President. Joe Biden wants to raise taxes by four trillion dollars in more the middle for you. of a pandemic, and we'll and get to this. That'll be a prescription you're, for you're, you're for talking about the comeback the kind again. Of economic downturn. In terms we of can a metric, in terms of a metric, we're still 13 metric. million jobs less. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He just fucking lobbed his nuts off. That was awesome. <laughs> it's just thank you, John okay, Berman. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. He literally just was Come like, on. "Here, Jeez. have some, have some more, have some more. I'm gonna give you some more rope. I'm gonna give you some more rope. Jeez. You can swim. You can swim, right? Because yeah. I don't want you to hang yourself. And then." John Berman realized Mike Pence can't swim. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've uh, I've audio of mother off screen uh, when that moment happened there. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mother. No, I'm sorry. I'll use my little man voice inside. Oh, my uh, God. So <laughs> and here... And, you and didn't again, say we were going to do facts here. <laughs> I said this but you in the shut chat. I said this in the chat before I actually watched the video. I was like, "Is Mike Pence going to pretend like he's an alpha male?" And yeah, <laughs> he did try to pretend like he was an alpha male. Oh, his I voice hope he tra- went up. His voice went up three octaves, and he was like, "I'm going to be really bossy." He's not an alpha male. No. He is a terrible person. I hope he tries that with Kamala. Oh, please. That is going to be so awesome. Go right at her. Yeah, go right at her. Go ahead. (laughs) With that that man voice. Anyway. anyway. Oh, oh, I'm a big man. Look at me. Hello. I'm I'm Ted White Nationalist. (laughs) I saw what she did to to Barr, man. 
yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. his meat cut. Is what he <laughs> We're not going to let American Joe Biden and Kamala meat. Harris cut America's meat. He ma- she made uh, she she made uh, fucking uh, what's his name cry uh, uh, Kavanaugh. So Kavanaugh, yeah, yeah. So just imagine what's going to happen. You know what? Oh, Mr. Big when Boy Trump Voice became the nominee. Every American woman who is a liberal or a Democrat just said, "Yeah, let's go." Oh, uh, it is on like Donkey Kong. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and take the break right now. Uh, get ready to cry because we got. I don't. E- I don't even know if it's legal for me to play it or not, but it was part of the DNC, and apparently, I think it's no holds barred playing any of the audio for it. So I got "Glory" by John Legend and Common lined up. So uh, get your Kleenexes out, everybody. It's a beautiful song. I love it so much. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night, and we'll hear uh, excerpts of Joe Biden's speech when we return. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. One day... When the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure. Oh, glory. the heavens no man no weapon formed against yes glory is destined everyday women and men become legends sins that go against our skin become blessings the movement is a rhythm to us freedom is like religion to us justice is juxtaposition in us justice for all just ain't specific enough one son died his spirit is revisiting us true and living living in us resistance is us that's why rosa sat on the bus that's why we walk through america with our hands up when it go down we woman and man up they say stay down and we stand up shots we on the ground the camera panned up king pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up one day when the glory comes, it will be ours. It will be ours. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure. We will be. Every man, woman, and child 
Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego The biggest weapon is to stay peaceful We sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in a dream we had an epiphany now we right the wrongs in history No one can win a war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders Young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord My eyes have seen the glory One day When the glory comes It will be ours It will be ours Whoa, One day One day When the war is won Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B. And I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes. It's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. And every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And thank you, Scranton. And thanks to all the other fine places around the country where all those beautiful delegates uh, gave their support to our please, please, please next president, Joe Biden, and his running mate for VP, Kamala Harris. Um, and, uh, and, of course, all the localities of all of our wonderful listeners as well. 
Uh, this is a, 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 a glorious week. Uh, let's hope that all the fundraising and all the um, wonderful video that and that we witnessed and the speeches and the uh, the support given by people far and wide for the Biden Harris ticket is is met with positivity from now until November 3rd because we we need this so bad I'm not going to take anything for granted between now and election day um, and uh, but yeah so before we before we get to uh, the the um, highlights of Joe Biden's speech uh, Bobber, I wanted to talk to you about the song we just heard, uh, Glory by John Legend and, and Common. That was a masterwork of a song. Uh, um, it, yeah. it, it, it was simple but effective. Yes. And some of the be- better, best songs out there are not too complex. Uh, th- it was yeah. It was a, it was a simple song, a simple framework, and mm-hmm. and you know John Legend has just got an amazing voice. Uh, that, so that, yeah, I mean that just was like the star of the show, and then there's all the other orchestration sort of wrapped around it, and um, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. It's a good framework for for showcasing. You know, that, in, that sort of arrangement. And in common, words. yeah, Common's uh, rhymes on that were really breathtaking to me as well. I, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I'm not the, the hugest fan of hip hop, but I have to say, Common, everything I've heard from him for the most part is very good. He He's very reminiscent to me of what Macaroni does. Uh, it's very kind of old school uh, rap, you know. Uh, very cut and dry, not the super speedy kind of stuff or anything like that, um, and and you know more sing songy than a lot of lot of stuff. But uh, did you guys know that that was the um, the song that basically the song for the movie Selma? Oh uh, no, I did not know that. Okay, just well, thank sorry you. to jump in. But no, that no, that's fine. I, I any information on this is, is good for me. So it, um, it, it won Emmys. I, and and I'm not saying this to shame you guys. You know that. Please well, not it won Grammy. It won Grammy. I've gr- heard that song Grammys. before. Grammys. But yeah, it's it it's Selma. It, yeah, but the song won gra- the song won Grammys, not Emmys. Emmys are for TV. Okay. All right. So, all right. God sorry. damn. It. See, we're doing <laughs> we're doing it to each other. No, we're, yeah, yeah we're, I I forgot. No. I forgot that it was Glory was for Selma. I did not know. Uh, you know, I believe I saw that. Uh, but uh, but no, it was. It, it I was haven't. Just, that song just brought me to tears when it, this in this rendition because, um, that there's that one line that he does, Bobber. In in you heard it. I know you heard it. But where he does his voice, like he does this lilting crack that just like it's that's a gut punch right there when you can do that that cleanly and effectively with your voice to express emotion that is that is masterful so uh but joe uh how about that performance outstanding and and uh, i don't know what the musical uh nomenclature is for it but the, the the mix of of the rapper and John Legend mm-hmm. singing 
and the common. way they they just it, it intertwined the rapping and the the singing John Lennon it was masterful yeah I don't even think there really is a, a nomenclature for that I'm not sure um, I mean it was <clears throat> it, it was like a, a mix of, of, of ballad and you slow know, jam, and, and, slow uh, jam, hip hop, yeah, and, and hip hop, yeah. It, 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 it was, it was masterful. The way yeah. they played off each other, and of course, all the beautiful, beautiful backup singers on that too. Oh yeah, oh, the choir, just, was, yeah, yeah, and, and just unbelievable. So uh, and you know, it's so typical mm-hmm. of 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 uh, of uh, uh, black gospel music. Mm-hmm. You know how uplifting to be at a at a black church, and 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 the singing and how much they they revel in in their faith through their song. Yeah, it's not the depressing uh, old rugged cross. You know? Right, right. So, right. but but and that's what it was reminiscent of. Mm-hmm. You know what they did. Yeah, absolutely. And and to if I can just bring it back, that song, and and to. To go back to the other three nights of of what the uh, our 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 convention was our convention absolutely. I mean this. It was just a nod, and it was no. It wasn't just a nod. It was an acknowledgement of we need to pay attention to Black Lives Matter. We yes. need to pay attention to the civil rights movement that is now happening here today mm-hmm. right now not the 60s not the 70s not the john lewis yeah it was an honor to john lewis but what i, I can't even what the democratic national what our party forget the democratic all that stuff what our party is saying is that we're 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 going to pay attention to civil rights which and needs to keep happening. This Black is what lives this is matter. This is the important distinction between 2016 and 2020 with Democrats is in 2016, I know all you, you know, uh, <clears throat> all the Bernie, you know, Bernie or bus people um, probably don't want to be reminded, but he and Hillary Clinton had to have their arms fucking wrenched behind their backs and nearly had their elbows yeah. snapped to say Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Which was disappointing. It was very disappointing. That is not the case today. So, uh, you know, but but again, you know, if you if you can sleep uh sleep well on your my pillow and sit this one out. Uh, Just make sure that pillow's white. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, seriously, you know, uh, but uh, but again, especially, you know, I I don't see how as a white person um on on the left in wherever part of this, whatever part of the spectrum, at this point, how you can say ideologically you feel compelled to sit this one out or vote third party, you're out of your mind. Because this is this is the progress we need. Yeah, I know, I know what the complaints are. We're not going to revisit any of that shit. But in 2016, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton did not want to say Black Lives Matter. Now That's it's a badge. Yeah. It's a badge of honor to say it as a Democrat, as a liberal, as a progressive. 
socialist, whatever. So uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get to the highlights. This clip is about six minutes long, and that'll give us a, just enough time to um, to to have our discuss our feelings uh, about uh, Biden's speech, which I think was absolutely masterful last night. Um, and and Van Jones, shut up, CNN. Put him in the put put him in the editing room. So, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, but seriously, the, the I mean, this is this is the speech. This is part of the speech that the Fox News people were like, "Holy shit, that just happened!" So, uh, but here we go. If you entrust me with the presidency, I will draw on the best of us, not the worst. I'll be an ally of the light, not the darkness. It's time for us, for we the people, to come together. And make no mistake, united we can and will overcome this season of darkness in America. We'll choose hope over fear, facts over fiction, fairness over privilege. I'm a proud Democrat. And I'll be proud to carry the banner of our party into the general election. So it's with great honor and humility, I accept this nomination for president of the United States of America. There's not a single thing American workers can't do. And where cost doesn't prevent young people from going to college and student debt doesn't crush them when they get out. With the child care and elder care system, that makes it possible for parents to go to work and for the elderly to stay in their homes with dignity. With an immigration system that powers our economy and reflects our values. And with newly empowered labor unions. They're the ones that built the middle class. History has thrust one more urgent task on us. Will we be the generation that finally wipes out the stain of racism from our national character. I believe we're up to it. I believe we're ready. Kamala and I both draw from our families. That's where we get our strength. For Kamala, it's Doug and their families. For me, it's Jill and ours. I've said many times, no man deserves one great love in his life, let alone two. But I've known two. After losing my first wife in that car accident, Jill came into my life. She put our family back together. She's an educator, a mom, a military mom, and an unstoppable force. If she puts her mind to it, just get out of the way. <laughs> She's going to get it done. She was a great second lady. And I know she'll make a great first lady for this nation. She loves this country so much. And I'll always have the strength that can only come from family. Hunter, Ashley, all our grandchildren, my oh, brothers, my, my sister, they give me courage. They lift me up while he's no longer with us. Bo inspires me every day. <clears throat> Bo served our nation in uniform. A year in Iraq, a decorated Iraqi war veteran. So I take very personally and I, the profound responsibility of serving as commander-in-chief. 
The tragedy of where we are today is it didn't have to be this bad. Just look around. It's not this bad in Canada or Europe or Japan or almost anywhere else in the world. And the president keeps telling us the virus is going to disappear. He keeps waiting for a miracle. Well, I have news for him. No miracle is coming. Boom. And after all this time, the president still does not have a plan. Well, I do. If I'm your president on day one, we'll implement the national strategy I've been laying out since March. We'll develop and deploy rapid tests with results available immediately. We'll make the medical supplies and protective equipment that our country needs. And we'll make them here in America so we will never again be at the mercy of China or other foreign countries in order to protect our own people. We'll make sure our schools have the resources they need to be open, safe, and effective. We'll put politics aside. We'll take the muzzle off our experts so the public gets the information they need and deserve. Honest, unvarnished truth. They can handle it. Yeah. We'll have a national yeah. mandate to wear masks, not as a burden, but as a patriotic duty to protect one another. This is a life-changing election. This will determine what America is going to look like for a election. long, long time. Character is on the ballot. Compassion is on the ballot. Decency, science, democracy, they're all on the ballot. Who we are as a nation, what we stand for, and most importantly, who we want to be, that's all on the ballot. In times as challenging as these, I believe there's only one way forward. As a united America, a united America, united in our pursuit of a more perfect union, united in our dreams of a better future for us and for our children, united in our determination to make the coming years bright. Are you ready? Yes. I believe we are. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great nation. We're a good and decent people. For Lord's sake, this is the United States of America. And there, there's never been anything we've been able to accomplish when we've done it together. This is our moment. This is our mission. May history be able to say that the end of this chapter of American darkness began here tonight. Yeah. As love and hope and light join in the battle for the soul of the nation. And this is a battle we will win and we'll do it together. I promise you. Thank you and may God bless you and may God protect our troops. I'm right there with you. I, I mean, it, it it was stunning. It was absolutely a perfect, beautiful, stunning speech. Again, Joe, we are in a season of darkness. Yes. That's the best description he could have given it. No better. I, I, it was a remarkable speech. Um, even though Van Jones 
Uh, fuck Van Jones. Yeah, get him out of here. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Joe. I just, I'm just living no, in the I, moment. No, I agree. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was I'm a remarkable. Living in the speech. moment of Joe Biden. It was a, a remarkable speech, and uh, you know everybody was wondering if he'd rise to the occasion. Well, he he more than rose to the occasion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he hit it out of the park. To use a sports metaphor. I, I, I'll and, take uh, sports metaphors all day long without mockery uh, at all. So, I agree. You I think somebody, some some commentator said, uh, she said today that it was like a, a home run in the bottom of the ninth. Oh, that was Dana Perino on Fox yeah, News. Yeah, it was Dana yeah, Perino. And, she, so and she, she was questioning if she got it right, so I guess she doesn't know that much yeah. about baseball. Not that much about it either, but <laughs> it's true. It's a home run in the bottom of the ninth uh, by the home team, of course. And, uh, yeah, it was Yeah, it was the, great... the American team, not the Russian team, right? <laughs> right. But it's a great speech. Great, great speech. There's nothing more you can say about it. Uh, he, he had to do something uh, exceptional, last night and he did it yeah yeah i just uh speech of joe biden's lifetime well in rain i think you saw my facebook post i just put all caps that speech and yeah. people were were going bonkers over that you know i, well, I don't you know best ratings I mean, <laughs> so, you know the I'm thing kidding. is that a lot of people on the left and the right like oh you know Joe Biden is a gaff master and all this shit. Um, last night was the speech of his life, and uh, can't even begin to express. Like just, we have to elect him. We have to elect this man. Yes. Because if we don't, America is gone. Uh, or if it's not gone, it's going to be so much more gutted than we are now that uh, fixing it, you know, we're, we're, we're going to lose. We're not going to be a superpower. You know, we're not going to be a first world nation. The America, everybody's like, I want my country. I want my country back. Well, fuck. I'm saying that now. Because I want my country back where, I don't know, we had somebody like Vivek Murthy. We had Vivek Murthy as Surgeon General who helped stem off the pandemic. I was so excited to see Vivek Murthy speak uh, last night, too, um, because I want him back as our Surgeon General. We need Mm -hmm. him. We need him back. You know, because and and I I made the comment uh, last night during our watch party. Oh, you know that whole vaping problem that B Best latched onto last year. Oh, Vivek Murthy, the the Surgeon General that Trump fired, actually was talking about that years ago. And all of a sudden, Melania looked at it and pointed at it, and they caught Baron vaping in his bedroom. You know, uh, jerking off the <laughs> hente or whatever. Um and uh, <laughs> or a picture of the mom. Oh no no we're, we we oh, yeah, no, oh. that's a that's a that's a that's a bridge too far. Uh anyway, but Bobber uh, Bobber, what did you think of the speech <laughs> overall? I thought I thought it was uh, you know people say that the speech of his lifetime. I, I'd probably say that. Um, there were a few spots where it, it seemed to he seemed to kind of lose the energy a little bit. But when he gets on a righteous tear, I mean, there's you just you see the fire in his eyes and hear it in his voice, and it I don't see 
how anybody could could uh, walk away from that without re- thinking you know he's got to be the next yeah. president. Well, I'm I might I might be ro- wearing rose tinted glasses here, but I didn't hear him lose any kind of momentum. I think there were emotional parts where he got emotional, and I connected with that, where that might have been perceived by some as a, a loss of momentum. But I didn't see that. Um, you know, I, I mean, but you know that that's kind of a given with any speech for the most part. Um, you know, uh, uh, but uh, f- for the most part, I think it was ninety nine point nine percent barn burner. Same with him and Harris. So, uh, but anyway, all right. Well, look, we're over the top of the hour, so I'm not shaming hentai. I'm just saying that that's what Baron's probably into. Uh, hentai, <laughs> hentai. Michelle's, I ch- Michelle's chest. I No, 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 no. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so and, Ooh, okay, so uh, well, I guess Daddy has Ivanka. So no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm gonna stop, 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 no, stop. No, no, you no, guys, no, no, no. you guys. This was a classy it's show a up till now. This was a, a <laughs> this was a super classy show up until now, you guys. It's a family affair. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, let's do uh, parting shots. Uh, who wants to go first? Let me take a volunteer. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. If somebody's volunteering. Um, so after after this. Uh, after this amazing convention that that they put on, you know, there was there was this week there was there was some, you know, doubts about whether they could pull it off, but I think they pulled it off incredibly well. It, there was just there was just a couple little glitches here and there, and for but for the most part, it was seamless. It was it was so well produced, and really, this, to some extent, I'm almost looking forward to the RNC next week. Just yeah. to see what kind of shit show that they <laughs> they throw together, idiot pageant. You know, it's it's all gonna, it's going to be a bunch of just it's, it's going to be a, the parade of losers and and despicable people, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just going to go with uh, you know fear and loathing. You know, we're mad. We're so mad. They're going to take your guns away. They're going to let the. They're going to open the borders. They're going to still go back in time and kill the baby Jesus. They're going to, you know, force us to have a eat quinoa. They're going to make us eat quinoa and put a put a UPC code on our forehead. (laughs) So I'm just sort of looking forward to see how bad. You know, it really is. I, I really am too. Uh, I, I I was tempted by the fact of maybe doing a watch party, but I I think I'm just gonna do pull the CPAC line and just look for the blooper reel the next day. You know. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if I can if, how long I can stick with it. That you know, I'll probably have to turn it off at some point. But uh, oh yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shit show. It is it's gonna, gonna be a bunch of jingo. It's show. like like. Like they support the troops and yeehaw, and we're gonna go kick some ass. Oh, even though you know, we, you know, Trump is like the the worst. Yeah, well, the he ignored the the bounties. Culture. He ignored the bounties on the heads, uh, the Russian bounties on the heads of American soldiers in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Iran- flag, flag waving, guns, and God. 
Yeah, and that ugly couple from uh, where the fuck were they from? Minneapolis, St. Louis, or, or St. Saint Louis, St. Louis. Yeah, the ham- the Hamburglar um, and uh, yeah, the Hamburglar yeah. in yeah, uh, owe, in pink in the Hamburglar in pink polo shirt. Uh, yeah, God, they're such a photogenic couple. I'm su- I'm not surprised they oh, put yeah. them on the bill. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Rain, uh, why don't you go next? Well, it, let's go with the that fucking couple. That's what the RNC is lifting up. That's what they're lifting up. These people who are like, we're gonna shoot our guns. We're gonna point our we're gonna point our guns at Black Lives Matter protesters. And to me, that's just well, that's where they're that's where the Republican Party is. Yeah. Um, I just, I just want to bask in the fact that we had a really amazing, uncannily so. Yeah, it was just amazing, and I just want to sit down there in this big bath of hope. Honestly, my God, shot is I'm going to yeah. stick with hope for as long as I can, because I, you'll yeah. know that next week is going to be a shit show. Sure. <laughs> So much stuff. It's not just it's not just that though that couple, but it's also Chachi. It's oh. also the, the, <laughs> the wah the, wah wah. It's also the rapist kid from Stanford. Oh yeah! Oh oh, the, are you serious? Yeah, I'm looking for confirmation. If I'm wrong, I will say I'm wrong. But from what I'm hearing, Brock is going to speak there and uh then again we got that little that little twit who decided he could get in the face of an american indian and yeah um something else i really did love about our our convention it was the first time that i have seen so many native americans and that just brought me like it's like wow yeah we're we're really the party of inclusion when we say we're the big tent party let's remember that we are the big tent party we're the big tent city party because it's not just one tent it's a whole lot of tents yeah you know my parting shot is you know yeah i'm proud to be a democrat I'm a proud Dem, too. And you know what? I have a sneak peek of the la- very last audio clip uh, from next uh, next week's RNC. Uh, here it is. This is the actually the, the closing statement from it. All right. This fucking shit show is officially over. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, sums it up. All right. Joe uh, Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. What is your parting shot? My f- good friend, my uncle Joe. Well, um, yes. Um, a remarkable editorial in the Washington Post today. Yeah. Entitled, a second, term, a second Trump term might injure the Democratic experiment beyond recovery. And I just want to read this very uh, interesting, it's unbelievable passage from here. Uh, The trajectory of the administration has been alarming. The capitulation of the Republican Party has been nauseating. Misbehavior Mm -hmm. that 
misbehavior that many people vowed never to accept as normal has become routine. Mm -hmm. A second term might injure the experiment beyond recovery. And so, and this is the remarkable part, and so over the coming weeks, we will do something else we have never done before. We will publish a series of editorials on the damage this president has caused and the danger he would pose in a second term. And wow. we will unabashedly urge you to do your civic duty and vote. Vote early, vote safely, but vote. Yes. They are oh. going to do that. They've never done that before. Amen. Democracy dies Amen. in the darkness. And that's a nice tie-in to Season of Darkness that uh, Biden mentioned. Because democracy right. will die in darkness. Right. And we are in the Season of Darkness. Um, and, and another uh, thing, you know, I, yeah. I just wanted to point out that people don't realize, you know, he keeps talking about this. This could go on for months and months, this counting of ballots. And it can't. Yeah. Because there's a statutory limit on when, when the electors have to be chosen. Oh, he he no, has a lot of, he's, he's got a lot, he's got a lot of, yeah, he's got a uh, lot of ideas that are illegal and wrong. Uh, yeah, because got, these, there, there's what they call a safe harbor date. Yes. Which is six days prior to when the electors have to assemble in their states and vote. And that's yeah. December 8th. And they have to vote on December 14th. He, so he, all the counting. In fact, if you recall, back in December of 2000, that was the, the, the central basis for the mm -hmm. Supreme Court saying sure. they had to stop counting. Sure. Because, because it was too close to the safe harbor date. And there was no way they can get this resolved in time, so there yeah. is a statutory limit to how, how when the counting stops. He he brought that up today. Well, yeah. in it's... in Arlington, Virginia, mm -hmm. he actually mentioned that if they couldn't get this the shit together mm -hmm. as of January first, I think it was. Mm. No, that's he said. Yeah, he but, said but they that have... the rain got it done yeah. by December eighth. Yeah. Yeah, we got to wrap things up. So, Rain, finish yeah. your quick the, thought. The point and that I'm trying Joe to make is that he was in Arlington, Virginia today. And he knows what, what you're talking about because he talked about it. And he said, if we don't get our election you know, results together, Nancy yeah. Pelosi is going to become president. Nice. Well, I like that. I'll take that. So happens uh, and i'll i'll, I'll yeah. put it in our chat but cool all right uh joe was that all you got Trump or uh, you want, joe well, do you want to well, mention what's with joe do you want to mention what's going on in the tim carmel show this weekend you you got something for the clown car oh uh, we do we do we um we we have some more uh home remedies uh that we we've joined up with the pillow man oh my pillow sure yeah yeah and we've come up with some other home remedies he's I saw this boat like, in half. different guy but Just same yeah just a little preview. Uh, for instance, he, he's besides the the oleander. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the poison. Yeah, yeah. We have yeah we have hemlock cough drops. We can <laughs> offer. Okay. And um, you you know those 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 nasal sprays. We have one with uh, with uh, uh, cyanide. Oh. So, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, fast yeah. that. Fast that. Is that fast acting? Fast, fast. It's it's almost instantaneous. Yes, and we have also also salt, rice and salt. It's it's oh uh, okay. It, you could take a bath in it and then swallow it, and 
Yeah. So I You're think that that would offer a twenty-four thousand-hour relief, right? Oh, it would <laughs> permanent relief. We guarantee you will never you will never have any problems again. Twenty-four-seven. Twenty-four-seven forever. <laughs> yeah. To infinity yeah. and beyond, my friend. <laughs> yes. So, there you go. All right. All right. Thank you for that, Joe. All right. Fantastic show tonight. I'm still riding high. Uh, Blue Wave November. Please, baby. Please. Um, I, I was going to... I had something else queued up. I, I had something I was going to play this for, and I have no idea. Uh, but I was like, oh, that's a perfect opportunity to play. Trump University. Go pricks. I don't know why, but I wanted to play it because of something one of you guys said. And I don't know what it was, but I just felt compelled to play it now. Anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, and uh, we'll see everybody on uh, Tuesday. Don't forget to check out Geeky Gals and Guys on Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Radio for Humans. And Paul's Memory Bank at 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday. We'll see everybody soon. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. All right, this fucking shit show is officially over.